Welcome to the Matrix Unveiled Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa. If you're ready to awaken your consciousness and take the red pill, keep listening. Hey, Rod. What's up, Lisa? How you doing? (laughs) I am so excited about this room. Y'all go ahead. Y'all already know what to do. Ping out the room, ping out the room, ping out the room. We're going to get set up here in a moment. I went down a rabbit hole today. I'm telling you. I'm glad Chop is here. Let me bring Chop up. Yes, 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 yes. So, guys, let's ping up the room. Share the room in the hallway. Let's get the people in the club. The Matrix Unveiled. Okay. See, this is how my number's supposed to do. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Lisa, I only got an hour because I got to go to the grocery store. I got you. I got you. I got you. We're going to get everything that we can get from you in this hour. So just let me um, set up really quickly. Hey, peace to the room. Sean, Lisa, what's up with y'all? What's up, chat? All right. Let me get your cash app link because I had to figure out how to get the link. Peace to the room. Peace to the room. And I'm going to put that up at the top so that people can... um, Donate. What's up, Chop? Okay. Hey there, lovely people on this beautiful day. Hey, guys. Pin link. Boom. See, this is much easier. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. All right, guys. Welcome to the Matrix Unveiled. Guys, we have an amazing room for you today. We have Brother Rod Hayes with us. We only got him for an hour, but listen, he that's all we need. His cash app is at the top, you guys. So if you need to, you know, not if you need to, go ahead and make sure that you guys are, you know, spending a little social digital currency and giving back for what he's about to give us today. So before we get started, what we're going to be talking about today is the giant conspiracy, okay? What do I mean by the giant conspiracy, right? So we know we've heard these stories about like, you know, mythologies of the fallen angels, the Anunnaki, these big people, it's been in the Bible, all of these different things. So someone sent me... um you know, a picture and basically of these two giant heads in, um, in Mexico. But this was from two years ago. But I said, you know what, let me go ahead and dig a little bit further into this. I know Chop and um, his squad, they have delved into this very, very deeply. And guys, I'm just laying the foundation real quick, Rod, because I, I definitely need to, um, I'm not even going to go into all of the stuff that I have. I'm going to let you go. But here's the thing. Here's a few things I want to highlight. I do have articles, guys. And I posted all the articles and all that stuff in the Discord. So if you are a member of the Discord, then you can, um, you know, get all the information from there. But I will be going over that, you know, after Rod does his presentation and everything like that. So here's a foundation, right? So everywhere I was looking at first, you know, everywhere that they found like a giant, they were saying that it was... um, like a like it was a it was a like um a hoax right so i said nah i see what they're doing i know how they do this and so what i ended up finding I kept doing a little bit more digging was the grace smithsonian cover-up 18 giant skeletons and that discovered in wisconsin and that led me down a rabbit hole okay these giants are uh, related to the mississippian culture and the mound building culture. And um, the Mississippian culture is from millions of years ago. Very amazing stuff. So that's what I've got, Rod. 
what do you think about that so far? Can you tell us what you know about these bones that keep that they're trying to hide from us? And why do you think that they're trying to not, you know, um, reveal this to the public? Well, they it's a controlled narrative is the reason they don't want to reveal it to the public. But the the signature of giants is all over the world. Um, but even if you look at what's considered a giant now, is somebody over seven feet tall, the NBA is full of giants, right? But we don't never equate seven feet, seven, three, seven, two. We don't equate that with giants that we perceive in antiquity because of you had different um, species of humans that was huge. Going back to Titan forms, which don't even fit in the, in the Earth's atmosphere. When we was in Titan forms, we was uh, more like fifth dimensional beings. Uh, and when that fifth dimensional element reflect on the earth, you see it looking like a human mountain, a mountain that's in the form of a human laying down. That's a Titan form. That's when we had control of our spiritual self enough where we was huge and massive. And then the double oxygen molecule we're not breathing that no more we breathe in the single oxygen molecule which is require us to burn less energy which in turn reduces us in size the smithsonian not just those 19 you mentioned but they've been on a perpetual cover-up of anything that would lead back to um this those giants from antiquity because they are directly blood tied to, as you said, the Mississippians. Those are our ancestors. And so they've been covering it up for a long time. They got a uh, a part of the Smithsonian that was uh, held as top secret where they have all type of artifacts um, from the Americas that would tell our, our history. And they keep all that stuff secret. It's the same that they do in Egypt. They only allow an Egyptian archaeological discovery to be revealed once they've exhausted what they consider they research on the tomb or the artifact that they study, and then they'll tell the public, right? But they all that's controlled narrative. Absolutely. So, you know, I was asking myself the question, like, you know, why would they cover this up? Okay. And, you know, I came up with a few different answers, right? One of them that you just mentioned, but it, in the conspiracy article, I'm sorry, not the conspiracy article, but the great Smithsonian cover-up that I read and all the other articles that I read, um, it seems like they're trying to keep this away from humanity to keep us away from our true evolutionary process. Right. And mm -hmm. probably more specifically, the, the fact that something I've been saying for a very long time is that we are in the process of de-evolution. There was a time that we used to be gods. There was a time that the earth looked different, right? Um, it, it was a more silicone-based versus a carbon-based world that we lived in, okay? And we're going to have Wayne Chandler here on Monday, um, guys. So he's going to, from he's the author of Ancient Future, and he's going to be talking about, um, you know, the the from the beginning before even before atlantis and so he taps into a lot of the the, the mysteries of um 
Theosophy, you know, the Madame Blavatsky stuff. So this is all going to um, tie into who we were before we fell into this um, 3D dimension that we're in. But this is what they're trying to hide that we look at us. Just look at us. You understand what I'm saying? So like you said, Rod, I honestly believe that those um, these really tall people like myself <laughs> are remnants of this ancient people that used to be here before. And we are going through a process of de-evolution, but there were certain people whose genetic codes didn't necessarily get switched all the way off. And that because the average height of a man, and I think it was in the Greco-Roman period, was about five foot one or five foot two. Okay, so I'm going to hand the mic back over to you. Do you think this is the reason why that they're trying to hide this from us is because we are in a process of de-evolution and also probably why they're trying to replace us with artificial intelligence? We, we've actually in a process of re-evolution. Um, we're coming out of a Kali Yuga um, that was an artificially induced Kali Yuga, which is the sleep period of the gods. Um, those ones they call Bigfoots. All it is is us with excessive hair. The archaeological term Austrorobustus and Gigantolopistus uh, Gigantolopithecus are um, two of the hugest humanoid species found, but it flies in the face of Darwinism. The Darwinian model is the narrative that they work in the push. And if you know that it was sentient giants on the earth with high levels of intellect, that destroys the Darwinian model because it doesn't even the giants don't even fall into the missing link category. They're in the category all to themselves. So when they push in this narrative of Darwinism and we all evolve from lesser primates, they can't push that narrative if the bones that they dig up of Lucy is 3.5 million and then they dig up a, a giant that's not directly genetically linked to Lucy and this his is probably 285 million years ago you got Gigantolopithecus which is a whole nother species of um, hominid that roamed the earth. Uh, earth has went through many extinctions and this is why you see while they digging up the um, fossils <clears throat> they digging up the history of the earth by going through the strata. And um, this is the layers of the soil as it settles on top. And that's how they're able to uh, date it by the rate of um, strata buildup, right? They know by the thickness of each strata, how long it took that strata to build, right? And where they find the bones at, they use that same method as the first form of dating before they do the carbon-14 dating or the uranium, uh, what is it, 215 dating, where they check the radioactive nature of the decomposition. But all of these different methods that they use, um, the story can't hold together as Darwinian because they got missing links that they admit in the Darwinian model where they can't explain like um, Neanderthal. Most people don't know Neanderthal was melanated, right? So um, this flies in the face 
of their modern concept of Darwinism to keep us in that um, in that unsure area of knowledge to keep us from ever knowing who we are. So though that DNA still exists within the human or we wouldn't have seven footers. Right. So <clears throat> did I hear you say that we were somehow related to like the Bigfoot and the Yeti? Yeah, those, all they, those are another species of hominid, mm -hmm. but they highly psychic. That's why they hard to catch up with because they know you coming before you know they there. Right. Right. So, so these are, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. So they can read your mind. They know that you coming. That's what make them so difficult to come across. Okay. So where do you feel like this ties into, because, you know, okay. So let's just, I've connected these giants to the Mississippian period, just through the articles and, and the dives that I went into. And for the Mississippian era, the Mississippian period, there's also a Pennsylvanian period as well that they came up with later. But the Mississippian period, guys, was 358.9 million years ago to 328, I'm sorry, 323.2 million years ago, right? Mm. And we're just dealing with, you know what I'm saying, some Darwinian model that took place what you know a few thousand six thousand years ago with the bible and christ and all that kind of stuff right mm -hmm. like this is when civilization started and then we keep going back to the sumerian tablets with the story of the anunnaki well how they came up onto the daughters of men and all of that the nephilim the fallen angels the watchers you know all of that stuff and so my thing is what is the real story? Like what happened? Why, how did, I don't, I believe that they came down, they did some experimentations as different species of humans or whatever we call quote unquote humans. But these giants are the leftovers of that time period. I think when they came down here to mine for gold, right? That a lot of them wanted to stay here. And so over time they went through a de-evolutionary period. But these were the gods that we call gods. What do you think, Rod? Well, we know that the Anunnaki on average on Earth, when they come to Earth, they're approximately nine feet tall. Um, we also have what we call stellar relief. It shows the Anunnaki, um, the average humans standing up just below their waist, right? So back then we talk about their waist is at the five foot level. So these beings got to be about 10 feet tall. There's also steps in, uh, in several parts of the planet that are too huge. We They like the step is six foot per step high. So yep. we're talking about they, who's they, walking They, they tried to lie and say those are aquifer ducts, Rod, for water irrigation. That's what the official story is. But I'm, I'm with you on that. Them big ass steps that's in uh, Peru and yep. parts of Mexico, they're trying to say that they for uh, agriculture and uh water irrigation and shit like that well that still don't explain the 30-foot doors i agree so that still don't explain the whole city of that giants once dwelled in that's in the uh south pacific right there's no explanation for that they don't have an explanation because the structures under there were not from the area in the stones were bigger than the biggest stone on the pyramids right so they those those structures exist 
and they can try to steer the narrative to keep us on this Darwinian philosophy that falls apart when you start presenting these alternative historical views. Uh, Michael Cremo wrote a book called Forbidden Archaeology, and he got a chapter in there about the giants. Um, and it's a it's a lengthy read. It's about a thousand page book or so, maybe more. But in there, he got a chapter where he talks about uh, the the um, artifacts that are too big for a modern human to hold. They got swords that they found that's 12 feet long and weigh two, 300 pounds. No man swinging that sword if he's six feet tall. You know, so they, about the samurai swords. Yep. So there's there's definitely a cover up on the um, discovery of giants, but there's also modern um, people like Robert Wardlaw grew up to eight feet tall, right? You you have guys like uh, wrestler Big Show, seven foot four, five hundred pounds, right? Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant, um, the new dude, Omos, all these dudes are huge. These are classified in the category of giant, but they would be on the small end of the giant spectrum because at different densities, you can grow to different heights. And right now we're in the third density, which is the three-dimensional fixed position reality. And the backdrop is the Higgs boson that gives us the appearance of substance or density in matter so um there's no um shortage of archaeological evidence that supports the uh remains of giants even though even with uh oh rod we lost you okay i think he got a phone call he'll be right back yeah Yep, he'll be right back. But yeah, guys, there's lots of um, of this evidence that's all around uh, the world, but you know, and a lot of it here in the United States of America, right? And so they develop. They're saying that this culture was developed around the, you know, at the time when they existed was around the Mississippian period, okay? And this was before our modern humans, you know, before anything. They said the first amphibians which I thought was really interesting, um, that the first amphibians developed during this time frame. okay? And if you think about that, if you are familiar with the Dogon story of how, and the Nomo people, and how the Dogon spoke on us, basically that's how we came, but we were also from Sirius B, but that was like our first, you know, emanation on the planet. You know what I'm saying? So um, the forest open, Rod is back. Perfect. Excuse, excuse me, y'all. I had a, a a phone call came in. Um, where was you at, Lisa? When when I um I was asking about the Mississippian culture, right, and its relationship mm -hmm. to these giants, because um you know, in what I was reading, saying like basically during that time, there's millions of years ago, that um this is when like the amoebas and like the like um you know like the fish life started to develop on the earth. See, the thing is, people don't realize that. Even from humanity, we're like a lot of bacteria is what makes us up. It's all bacteria, a lot of it. Um, and so that was our physical emanation. So I wanted to ask you about the Mississippian culture, right? The mound builders who are the giants, these big steps, big doors, and all of that, and the Mississippi River 
actually be in the Nile River. Okay, so when we when we call the Mississippi the Nile River, it's because it flows in um up. So the south is actually up, and they gave us an inverted map and a distorted uh, view of the continent so that they look smaller on the map than they actually is. And um, they made the other parts look bigger on the map than they actually are. So all these psyops that they doing, the Mississippian culture, it, well, Mississippi is called Bigfoot country for a reason, right? And um, my, like my father was six, seven, right? He would be classified wow. as a giant on a short end. He a Mississippian from backwoods Mississippi origin, you know, and his uncles was taller than him. You know, so his uncles on his mother's side was seven footers, right? And so they are Mississippians. They got, you know, the roots traced back deep through Canton, Jackson, Tupelo, all up in there from my father's side of the family. My mother's side of the family come from southeastern Mississippi going into Louisiana, right? So the, the culture... Um, definitely reflects larger human beings than what we classify as regular humans today. And in my family, we still call Mississippi Bigfoot country. So it's safe to say that this is the land of the giants. And see, a lot of people don't know this. Rod is only going to be with us for an hour, guys. So make sure you... Um, take up this information you can follow him on instagram you could just go to his profile his instagram profile should be there as well i have pinned his cash app link to the top um, the brother does a lot of great work he's on many different platforms sharing this information that he has studied for so many years now you you're saying that your lineage ties back into this do you have um any data or just even if it's just you know um you know just I forget what they call it, um, anecdotal information about like the, the bloodlines in your family as far as do they carry like an arch negative or an O negative, O positive type of bloodline that's heavy in your family? I'm trying to see something. My my mother is O negative. My father, I, I don't know what his blood type was, but my mother was definitely O negative. And one of her nicknames, by the way, is Bigfoot. Damn, that is deep. Are y'all like really hearing what is being said in here today? And I haven't even began to unpack these articles, guys. They're like I said, they're all in a discord. You know, they're there for everyone to go and research. I put everything from the Smithsonian cover up, which is a lot of cover ups because they have shifted our timelines. They don't want us to know who we are. And by the way, you know, it's interesting that you say that the Neanderthals were black people. Um, the the giants were of every race, you know? Well, and you know, they had a, um, in Afghanistan, the, uh, a group of Navy SEALs encountered what they called the redhead giant, right? And this would actually tie back to my mother's bloodline. This, they said he was like 14 feet tall and weighed in excess of like 1,500 pounds. And they had, he had destroyed a whole lot of, uh, uh, people before they was able to take him down with a rapid barrage of 50 calibers to the face, right? So we talking about um, uh, a being that's so big 
that a 38 won't penetrate his skin. So his skin is tough as elephant hide or rhino hide. So, and they captured him, they killed him, and then they took him and put him in top secret research. Um, my belief is they're planning to clone him. Hey, Rod, haven't you heard of the redhead stepchild? Yeah, that's uh, what they call me. And isn't that, it, it, if I'm not mistaken, even Caucasian people that come with red hair and freckles, like the texture of their hair, they have a little, their hair is more coarse and kinky and wavy and even curly, and that they actually have higher levels of melanin. That's a fact. The okay. what we call the, uh, the redhead Irish Scots are actually uh, half-blooded Egyptians. When you say or, or uh, when you say Irish, the word is Orisha. It's just the English rendition of the word. When you research the English language, it was originally a Northern African dialect um, that only had like five to six hundred words in its origin, but it was a priest. Uh, dialect of Taihites or little people, right? And they was the ones that was the so-called snakes that um, that the general known as St. Patrick slaughtered in Ireland, right? Those were the snakes, the priests, because they wore snake armbands and snake headbands. So um, the redhead stepped out of Europe, the Scotland and Ireland, and they have a very significant connection to the Appalachian Mountains over here. They was over here long before any settlers came to colonize the Americas from Europe. Because, they came over um, and, and fleeing from persecution of the Catholic Church. That's very, very interesting. I actually did um, a whole room about the origins of the even the fairy mythology then the leprechauns and all that and it was or you know um about the the twa people so i was just basically telling people you know how to tap into that everything guys is in the blood you know what i mean from the fairies i'm sorry from the the little people the twa people all the way through the giants there were seven root races that seeded this planet and so you know we did have interference but the story is not being told the right way um, a lot of things are being covered up. And the reason why they're covering it up is so that they can continue to rule the world so that they're the ones that, you know, always maintain the power so that they don't know who you are. Because if you figure out whether you black, white, purple, whatever you are, um, that you come from a lineage of gods, then they can't use that division because maybe some of us, you know what I'm saying, have some similar origin sources. You understand? So um, again, like the Mississippian culture that I was reading about, the Mississippian period, those millions of years ago, um, then they had, a, like, when I looked at the map, right, that Mississippian um, culture, there was a Mississippian period, and then it was the Mississippian culture that came later when the quote-unquote, you know, Asians came across the Barren Strait, and they're saying that these are the Native Americans, which that's the, I don't believe that's a true story. That's also another cover up. That's, yeah, that's, that's bullshit. Look, this is recorded and it's verifiable that we was doing trade with the Chinese and the Japanese in, in the BC period. They was drive, they was coming over here in ships. Right. This is why we argue that we didn't come on slave ships because we they can find the actual ship. 
from Emperor Jin or G X I, I think this is how you spell his name, but his ship dating back to about uh, 3500 BC is intact, but ain't no slave ships available that's intact. Then on the east coast of the United States, we was doing trade and intermarrying with Africa, but we was already here just like the Africans was already there. And we was trading with them long into the BC period, which is recorded in Timbuktu in the um in the records, in the historical records over there. They got a lot of records in the first universities that talks about trading with the people across the water. They're talking about us. And when we referred to them over here, we called them the Afar Inca. They called us the Amur Inca over here. And this brings about a lot of um, misunderstanding because there is actually a Afar tribe to this day in Africa. And the Afar Inca is just telling you that they are in Inca like is like original people. And the far mean from the land, uh, the far land across the ocean. So all of these um, Baron Strait Smith, like the Anasazi that they said is 200 and something thousand years ago, all that is us. But we've been trading with China. China haven't always been pale skinned. It was just as many melanated, heavily melanated people in China as it was pale, they just show you the lighter skin or lighter complexion Asians to keep the white supremacist narrative up. But there's a lot of them over there just darker than some of the darkest Negroes over here with straight hair. Hey, Rob, brother Rob, peace to the room. Peace, peace. to you, sir. Yeah, I, I wanted to uh, build on this too because the the Anasazi and the 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 Hopi have this connection with the um with Zulu. the the, Dog the dogon and also those from mali and there was a like uh, brother rob said there was a um a steady stream of basically just cousins that was going back and forth this is uh backed up by the back creek stone which is in the uh the nashville museum this was a covenant i think it was in 68 ce be between the uh the hebraic peoples of judea and um, and what would be called Palestine or Israel that left, and they basically got on boats. And when they came to the Saligi Cherokee people, they had a covenant with them where their firstborns would marry their firstborns. And so this later became the Melungeon people, which were the people of the mountainous regions up in the mountains of uh, Tennessee and and uh, and and various places uh, back east. And and these these folks had a, a a large preponderance of uh red hair like you these were the children of david from the tribe of judah david if you remember samuel um refused to initially acknowledge him because he was he was redhead he was ruddy in appearance he wasn't you know supposedly handsome like his brothers and so this this uh this trait was even spoken about by um brother panic when he said that elijah muhammad actually picked um um Malcolm X because of his red hair because these were some of the first Moors who came from Mars the ones with the red hair had this um, this connection to Mars it, you know they were well I actually have red hair as well it turns red in the summer but, uh, it, yeah and and what happened is the um you know we were we were these bastard 
uh, Moors that were coming from Pleiades and Alberian and, and Sirius, and our, our our star families were set tripping and who banging on each other. And so what happened was we went to Mars and then we came here, but because the planet was so hot, we had to go underneath the ocean. And that ocean was the Sahara Ocean, which 44 million years ago was actually an ocean one and a half times the size of America. So the Melungeon people, the, the Inca people that he spoke about, the Anasazi, the, the Dogon, like all of this stuff is even put inside of movies like that movie Jumper. If you remember, he left Samuel Jackson inside of a cave in the, in the middle of the Grand Canyon. Why would he do that? Because there are caves in the Grand Canyon that they don't, they don't allow anybody to go into. The, the Smithsonian put a block on it, and they all have Egyptian names. And the irony of that is, who the hell gave the Smithsonian the jurisdiction to block a cave? See, we don't ask those type of questions. We just figure, oh, they must be the authority. They're not the authority. But by us, we keep stepping everybody else's authority. We ain't never exercising our own. And we running around talking about we God, but we won't do no God shit. That part, I say that all the time. <laughs> the, the military has a very high secured area by the Grand Canyon, actually. I right. saw that before. It's ridiculous. You can't even fly over certain parts of the Grand Canyon without getting it. It's crazy. Now, I have a question, Rod. What about Romania? They found a bunch of giant artifacts and temples in Romania recently. Is that true? Um, I it wouldn't surprise me because those artifacts are global in, in scale. They're not isolated to any one part of the planet. Right, because we met, like I mentioned earlier, the city, the giant, the city that giants lived in, that's under the Pacific. Right, when you go under the water, there's no mistake that it had to be some giants that lived there, um, in the South Pacific. Then we talk about um, the giant steps in South America, Central America, and this is all over the world. Um, you got bones from all over the United States. Right, you had Vikings that stood eight foot tall um, with the dexterity of a modern athlete, but we don't talk about that stuff. We don't talk about the uh, the Templars and the Vikings being similar people, seafaring people that came over here with Scotta and Scotia to escape persecution of the church. And they set, was allowed to be nomads on the land because they, so, they, they don't have to set up any one spot right so they rode across the land on horseback as nomads when we fought when the europeans came and everybody was going to fight the seminal wars we had pale skin what we call vikings that came to help us but we don't get that in our history books because it flies in the face of the narrative but y'all were slaves brought over here from africa and this was an uninhabited land yeah yeah. So question, we had people I, fighting oh. from everywhere over here with us, but they don't want us to know that part because they can't push that that separation of gender yeah. and racism. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's that racism is a tool for um all divisions are you know what I'm saying? Like even what they did with COVID, like the vax against the young vax, they would do this at every single turn. That's how they keep this whole illusion going. You know, like he said, you know, it was more ab about bloodlines and royalties and 
things of that nature, you know? And so, but they got us fighting each other, you know what I mean? And they've got, they, listen, um, every other group of races, of races of people that are a part of the masses are just as conditioned as the rest of everybody else, right? They're conditioned into thinking one way or the other, you know, whatever that may be. And we have to deal with that. But um, I think that the brother um, Allism, you had a question for Rod? Uh, yeah. Okay, you got to um, fix your mic and then you can come back and ask your question because we can't hear you. So go ahead and, um, you know, do whatever you got to do to fix your microphone. Does anyone else on the stage have a question for Rod? We got him for about 30 more minutes, guys. We will continue the discussion. I have a lot of... Um, information articles to share with you and we got chop here he's very well um you know versed on this particular topic so but we got it we got the brother rod for like an hour so let's let him rock out do his thing guys make sure you click the link at the top send the brother donation for you know spending his time with us and dropping all this amazing information who else has a question for brother rob i had a question for brother rob um i, I heard you sp uh, speak um a, a few uh sessions back on clubhouse about the importance of language and how tapping into these various languages, such as like the, the Nuwapian dialects and the various ancient pre-Christian, pre-Jesuit um, dialects activate certain parts of the brain. Do you feel like speaking these tones and sounds and also working with our dreams actually brings these entities and beings who may very well be ancestors from the past or from other dimensions into our awareness uh, just as much as say the book knowledge and research that goes into the occult nature of linguistics na language the first thing we got to realize is that we didn't always use words we was telepathic first and um the words every letter is alchemically charged all alphabet is created by the priesthood with a every letter being charged with a number a color and a frequency of vibration that he tunes it into with his psyche and this is the creation of alphabet um or writing and Foth is credited with being the father of writing and the written word so um when we looking at the frequency to uh, awaken parts of the man it's necessary especially what we call semitic languages because it's so much of those words when they translate into english that get lost in the um, translation because the density of the alphabet in english is not the same density as the as the semitic alphabet or the um what the uh in the enochian alphabet what they call the language of the angels. All these alphabets are alchemically charged letters. And um, they are designed when you put certain words together to have an effect on the subconscious mind, which in turn can trigger an ancestor that is um, not fully incarnate to wake all the way up in the physical world. Perfect, perfect. Okay, so um, I want to get back to the giant situation um, as it relates to this Mississippian um, culture. So when we think of the Mississippi, right, we think of the Mississippi River and we think of Mississippi. But the Mississippi River, like Rod said, you know, um, runs basically upside down because they flipped the map 
and what we think is south is actually the north, but it, it's like it's so many different um, headwaters and it streams into so many different states all the way up to Canada, right? And so when you look at a map it, and it shows you the Mississippian culture, which was much closer when people like, you know, were here um, because this, this whole mound building stuff started before then. Um, that culture was in different places. It was a culture. And so I'm very curious about the connection to the Nile Valley because, you know, it's the same thing. There was a Nile Valley culture, you know, in Egypt. And we have, we have mounds here that's bigger than the pyramids that they've covered up or hidden, you know, uh, all these different state parks all over. They've got these places roped off where people can't go. Um, and of course, you know about Pangaea when the, you know, the earth was connected, right? So do you think that this is an extension of the Nile Valley or is it just a, it predates the Nile Valley? Do you think that, which one, which one do you think it is? Does it predate the Nile Valley civilization or are they, um, Nile Valley are go they back. One? Look, the pyramids in Egypt, <clears throat> that was a replica of over here. That was a replica of three cities condensed into one. Um, Heliopolis, Thebes, and Memphis, right? So we're talking Chicago, um, Memphis, Tennessee, and um, the city of the sun, which is Los Angeles. When we um, realized that all modern Egypt, what we call Egypt today, thought set that up. They dredged the Nile or rerouted the Nile. That's why there's no ocean in the middle of the Sahara, right? So when we're talking about um, Egypt, we ain't. That's just the studio over there. Um, that's the equivalent of Hollywood for us. But for modern science, they think that they found the be all the end all the history when that shit is over here in the Americas. But they, as long as they got us believing that everything started somewhere else and we came from somewhere else, that was the goal to, in order to assume our birthright to the land over here. So they don't want us to dig these, these questions that we ask are not the questions our parents and grandparents asked, right? Because we coming from a different level of learning. That's why I say we are not in a de-evolution, we're in a re-evolution. We bit we've been here before at this level of evolution many times. And we've got higher in evolution and we fail. Right? Those are the cycles of life of the earth. And when we don't understand the cycles, then all of this information becomes used against us and weaponized to mislead us. Okay. So how do you feel about like, you know, all the mythologies, right? About like the, the Titans and, you know, Tiamat and King Gu and all of that. Do you think that those stories are a reference to those giants and also um, representational of the sleep period that we went into? Because when they got overthrown by their children, um, Enki and Enlil, and then Zeus, you know, um, overthrew his father, and they, you know, the Olympians came about and then we had, the, you know, what I mean, like, do you think that is representation of us as a humanity going into our sleep period? Because they, there was a time that they ruled these gods that ruled on Earth. Can you speak to that? We had, we've had more than one Kali Yuga. This is not the first one. and It ain't going to be the last. 
But if we put the right conditions in the place now, the next Kali Yuga, we won't fall as far as we did the last time. The last time during the beginning, the Kali Yuga this time is artificially um, in place using conjure magic. When they're talking about the wars of the Titans versus the gods, they're talking about the ones who came here and what they encountered when they got here. Then you got to look at who writing the story and, and what's the narrative that they pushing, right? So we they know that uh, the Titans was here. Those are what we call the seven spirits of the earth, right? And in order to control the earth, you have to control the seven spirits. And the seven spirits take on human form at various times in order to um, restore balance to earth at the close of an age. And right now we're at the close of an age. Okay, so um, what is your prediction as far as we've fallen into what we have fallen into? And guys, for the ones of you that are just getting here, you're going to have to listen to the replays because we started about this conversation is based on the title of the room, which is the giant conspiracy. When these um, big human beings walk the earth, we've heard of them as Nephilims, fallen angels, Anunnaki, watchers, things of that nature. So what we're doing here is we talked about a bit. We've mentioned the Smithsonian cover-up. These are not these all these stories that you know are always trying to be hidden. Uh, we're talking about the connection to the Mississippian um, culture that where these giants. There's a lot of the reason why this is being brought up. The Mississippian is because when I was reading, a lot of this was around that area, Louisiana. Um, all the way up through like Ohio, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, um, you know, all these different places, right? Where these, these giant bones were um, found. I even found a lot of old articles. All of this information is posted in the discourse. If you guys are members of that, then you can have access to that. So that's what we're talking about. We have um, the brother Rod Hayes with us here today and he's getting into it. Guys, please mute your microphones. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, so um, anyone have any questions for um, for Rod? Because he, hey, he got uh, about he got about 20 more minutes and he got a bounce. Hopefully, I hope my mic's not messing up anymore. I know he had mentioned the Titans and I was just recently in Puerto Rico and there's a, a mountain in the LUK rainforest where they say it's a legend where you can actually see the face of the chief of one of the Taino tribes. And I was one of my questions is, uh, is that are, are the, some of the Titans actually like the physical mountains that we actually see? Um, some of them are um, what we call um, images of the Titans, right? So when they um, was fighting Anunnaki, um, uh, some of them were um, turned into petrified stone in the form of a mountain. And most of them you couldn't see until they start deforesting the area because over time trees grew there. Like the big pyramid in China, they thought it was a, a mountain and then they found out it was a pyramid. And in the inside, it was a terracotta army and a lake of mercury, right? So all these um, signs are all over the world. I mean, we, we, we can see the giant trees right the roots to the trees that they cut down um that touched the top of the atmosphere the bottom of the atmosphere on the top side of the tree where the top of the tree would freeze 
right? So we had trees that was huge that was cut down and they still deforesting the earth now in order to terraform earth to make it conducive to somebody other than humans. Devil's Tower is a tree? That's one of them. There's a lot of them. They all over the place. I, I just want to say I appreciate it. Uh, I, I listened to you on a lot of different platforms and recently was on Black Magic 363 and uh, Free Larry Hoover. Thank you for your time. Yeah, appreciate you, brother. Y'all need to check out the one I did last night with Taj because it's going to get y'all all the way up to date on where we at in this process. So, so Rob, I, you, you mentioned that, that this Kali Yuga is not the only one and it's a whole magical construct that I, I feel ultimately it's the Jesuits that's behind it, that's creating this elusive time loop to keep us in here um, and, and away from this information. And then we talked about language, right? So the, the Mississippians, the Choctaws and the, the, the Tzalagi Cherokee and the various other ones, they had these ancient dialects where they were able to communicate with these individuals do you feel that we can break out of the, the time loop and the magical kind of illusion that they put us in by, um, by not just going into the book information, but also calling forth these actual ancestors? Instead of saying they, like they're, they're actually our ancestors, these entities from other realms. Do you feel like we have the ability to call upon them and wake them up and allow them to be seen from the other realms into our realms? Um, by accessing these various ancient languages which were spoken along the uh, not the Mississippi River. Um, so we that's one of our defenses. When you read in the um, Declaration of Independence and it's saying that um, whenever the government um, deviate from God's law and the laws of nature, the spirits of the earth that we can call upon, right? Most people don't notice that is telling us to use the conjure to call forth the ancestors to correct the problem. But it directly related to that question you asked is they there all of the greatest elders of the earth is here right now to see the close of this bullshit. So they all reincarnated, but all of them aren't aware of who they are yet. That's wow. powerful. Yeah. I have a question. Go ahead. And my question is, Rod, um, the pygmies, um, were they once once were um, giants? No, the, the pygmies was always the little people. We called them Tahites or the Twa. Right. Um, um, and the sign, right? Um, those were the ones that when you go back and read in the Sumerian tablets, the description of the Twa is the ones that they were using to do the mining, right? And um, when they started to break down, they was disposing of them in a um, place called Gehenna, right? Gehenna was a, a trash dump in Ur the Chaldees that was stoked with um, coals smothered in sulfur to make them burn longer and hotter. And so when they got done with them, that's how they disposed of them, right? So um, over time, they became um, aware of what was being done to them, and many of them fled into um, different parts of Africa because they was using them 
in the mines of Minadapa in South Africa first, and then they start using them to mine for gold in different parts of the world. And that's why they are all over the world. And this is part of the reason why we still not seven foot on the regular because of the um, addition of the blood of those smaller people. Wow, that's so interesting because we have been mixing with each other ever since we've been here. So, um, you know, I feel as though like the five, or I'm sorry, the five to seven, I, I can't remember, I always say five, I think it's the seven root races that seeded the planet, right? That however it happened, um, Wayne Chandler is going to get into that on Monday with us um, and drop a lot of science because he has a, actually a published author, it's called Ancient Future, and we're going to get into that more deeply. But, you know, there were different types of beings that were here, you know, just the, the quote unquote people, even before we were in physical form. What do you think about that, Hayes, uh, Rod? <laughs> you know, like before we even fell into this dimension, you know what I'm saying? We, I don't even think Lemuria was in this particular dimension. I think well, it's when the Atlanteans showed up that things started going a little crazy. But we, those those five root races or seven root races were already, you know what I'm saying? That's the ones that fell into the physical form to create, you know what I'm saying? What would, would then lead to the lineages that we come from. Well, we was able to uh, incarnate at will. That's why it's not a lot of fossil records of humans because we didn't die physical deaths like we do now. We was able to ascend from ninth dimension back to the third dimension and not until the uh, the great war with the Anunnaki, they tried to trap us by collapsing um, fourth dimension into the third with us explosion in something similar to uh, CERN. So they opened. The I was portal. just about to ask you, well, CERN is that what they're trying to do right now? <laughs> no. Well, when they built it, the intention was that if they start to lose in this war, which they're going to lose, they already lost. But the original intention was to blow the fifth dimension into the third. So we'll be in what you call a triple infinity loop. But because we was aware of what they was doing, CERN just opened back up. It had been shut down almost two years. You, you feel like they turn it on and off and that's why we have a lot of these, um, psyop shootings and different things it's like a little cosmic microwave that they flip the switch and then people with the lower genetics just start freaking out and doing fuck shit no does the, the, the mass shootings you see is mk ultra those are uh uh what they call um manchurian candidates or hypno assassins that's why they all if you go back the, the okay before the school shootings it was post office shootings. Before the post office shootings, it started with restaurant shooting, Jack in the Box and McDonald's. And all of that is a uh, scare tactic to make us surrender our firearms so we won't have no defenses. If they start losing, they can just call in um, forces. But the problem is, is that Second Amendment is a thorn in their ass and they can't overturn it they've been trying for over a hundred years. Right. Because that, that's how they seize power, 
right? To get the people to basically, you know, elect government officials to, you know, govern their best interests and things of that nature. And all the time, the government was a fraud. The government been a fraud the whole time. It's been a corporation masquerading as a government. That's interesting. Okay, guys, we're going to take one or two more questions. If we could keep it to the giant. I know that y'all want to talk to the brother, but uh, we'll definitely try to get him back on a different conversation for a more of a open forum for you guys to ask all the questions that you want to ask. But can you, uh, we're going to do one or two more questions. He's leaving in five minutes, guys. Make sure you click the link at the top. Donate to the Cash app, his platform. He does amazing work and he's bringing information. You know what I'm saying? He is the his thoughts reincarnated on the earth. He knows exactly who he is. So make sure you hit up his cash app um, and send a donation for the time that he has spent with us here today. But we're going to take um, two more questions really quick, guys, um, about the giant conspiracy. The floor is open. Hello, Brother Rod. Um, I wanted to know if, if um, you know, if the Picts or the Pictish or the Pixies of, of Scotland, you mentioned Scotland earlier, are they part of the giant line? Do you know? No, the the, the, the ones who were uh, Arisha or Tahites that settled in um, Ireland, um, those were um, the same people as like the sign, the Tahites, they were the little people. Um, the the redheads in from Scotland and Ireland were mixing with them, and they were traceable to Egypt. Now Egypt has a relation to giants too, because they show it to you in the hieroglyphs. So um, it's possible some of the blood could have came in through the Egyptian line from the giants, but the Orisha or the priests that. Uh, St. Patrick was murdering, they were all little people. These picks were in Scotland. So these are the ones I, I was actually, they're, they're like the picks, they called them the painted people, that type of thing. So I was just wondering if they were part of the giant line as well. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brother Rod, this is Fifth. Um, this is kind of bordering on conspiracy, but it would bring us more to modern day. Uh, to the fact that these giants still may exist, you know, in our timeline on this planet. Have you heard anything about the underground tunnels at the Denver airport and how allegedly there were these uh, commodes and sinks and like these bathrooms that uh, it was in a secluded area, like a young man got off an um, elevator in the wrong place and literally the height of the toilet, like the bottom of the toilet was like the t- at the top of his head, like it was massive did have you heard anything about that or any knowledge that they still walk the earth and maybe they're just secluded in the mountains or underground somewhere well um i'm not familiar with the uh toilet set at the denver airport but i'm familiar with the denver airport and i'm also familiar with a modern giant that the navy seals claim to have um killed in the early 2000s so, uh, and he was living in a cave and he's, he eat humans. So there are um, records of them being still in existence in modern times. Thank you. Chop might know a little bit about that, but um, they've been scrubbing the internet, as you all know, Wikipedia and, you know, YouTube. There actually was videos and stuff of it. But I went to go try to search it before I even asked my question. And the one that we saw and was shared about a year and a half ago is no longer there. So thank you. 
Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Brother Rod. Anything else you want to share with us before you head out? And guys, we are going to stay in the room. So don't leave. Make sure you ping up the room because I have a ton of information, um, articles um, to share. And I want to hear chop, you know, um, add some more um, flavor to this conversation as well. But the Brother Rod does have to leave. Um, Brother Rod, thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, any final words before you go? Yeah, we were, we started off on Giants of the Mississippian culture. Mm-hmm. But those who don't know, the Mississippian culture is still alive and active. And we still communicate using signs and symbols on the Wind Talker channel. So the Mississippians ain't going nowhere. And we the ones who is responsible for um, overthrowing this rogue government and going back to the culture of the people. So this is all in process. So, um, yeah, the the Mississippians is still uh, a real integral part of all of the American culture right now. It's just that the ones of us that don't remember the culture can't see it. All right. Thank you so much. I have so many more questions for you. Like I'm thinking about Tookie and like his bigness and you know, I would love to hear more about your family of these really super tall people, your mom, you know, and just your connection to this giant lineage, which I, it sounds like that you may have, um, but maybe we'll do a part two. Thank you so much for being with us today. I really appreciate your presence. Thank you for having me on here, uh, Lisa. I'll be back. I just uh, got a whole lot of stuff I got to try to keep up with. I know. <laughs> we appreciate you taking the time out to be with us today. Have a good rest of your day. Big respect, Rob. Big respect. Yeah. See y'all later. Okay. So bye. Good, All right. Brother Rod came through and blessed us with his presence, guys. I'm going to leave his cash up, up, um, um, app up there. When you get this, he's a sage. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no amount of reading that you can do to, you know what I'm saying, like, to get you to that place. You know, the reading helps you to reactivate your DNA line and the knowledge that you have in your DNA already. It just helps you to reconnect and reawaken. And he has completely, you know, synthesized all of this stuff. And I know he channels. I can tell by the way that he speaks. It's not just all book knowledge, but he's his mind is crazy. So the floor is open, guys. We're going to keep this conversation going. I have a bunch of articles that I want to share with y'all, um, starting with the um, Smithsonian cover-up. Because I just want to kind of lay that foundation down, but because he was um, had such a short amount of time to be here, I wanted to give him, you know, all of that space so that you know we could get as much um, info without my interruptions or reading all these different articles or whatever. But the floor is open, guys. What y'all think of that so far? Any questions, comments? The floor is open. You know, Lisa, the thing that came up for me that um, <clears throat> I've been researching is uh, this whole idea that this time loop. And this ignorance that people are connected to, it has something to do with this English language. It has something to do with the fact that, like, we've neglected a lot of these different um, river culture languages that were connected to to people in the mountains, that were connected to people on the rivers. And, uh, you know, you did something on sigils a while back. And, like, you know, people don't know this, but, like, the, the Tsalagi Cherokee alphabet that wasn't just a made-up alphabet by by the guy Tecumseh um, uh, or Hiawatha, you know, uh, uh, less than a hundred years ago. That was a, a ancient alphabet that was connected to Hebraic roots. And I, I mentioned the the Bat Creek Stone in the Nashville Museum. 
you know, the further they get us away from these these ancient symbols and signs and sigils, then the further away these entities in these other realms that actually live in these realms are to us. You know, I've, I've been working with some sigils connected to various uh, Native American and indigenous uh, languages. And I, I actually saw a Sasquatch about a month ago when I moved up here. I was driving up the mountain and I saw a, looked like a eight, nine foot entity, almost like a green camouflage Chewbacca that was moving through the actual um, forest as I was driving up the mountain. And when I spoke to one of the rangers up here, and then I later spoke to one of the Win and Win Two elders, they said, yeah, you know, these, these beings live on these mountains. They live up in the forest and they, they don't like fucking around with human beings because, you know, human beings are the ones who will attack them, who will sell them to the circus, who will expose them and exploit them. And so they come into our realm, they do work, and then they move back into the other realms because the further away humanity has gotten away from indigenous traditions and from um, more indigenous languages and sounds and dialects and, uh, and, and traditions, then they felt more threatened by humanity, even though we may be technically smaller, like our, our propensity for evil and violence and, and xenophobia is so strong that they just, they very rarely come out of their realms to show themselves because humanity is on some real fuck shit and they don't, they don't want to deal and interact with humanity as a result. That's very true. I believe that. And it's because of our melding in this third density, this third density just really, really confuses us. And just it's, it's, we're into this dualistic split. You know, um, I want to read this article about the um, cover up from the Smithsonian about giants, guys. That's what we're talking about today. But um, any more questions, comments before I do that? Don't be shy, y'all. This is, you know, don't feel like no question is too small, no comment is too small or too great. You know, we, this is always an interactive community where I like to have lots of engagement on the stage. So I would love to hear from y'all. Hey, Lisa, I'd like to uh, ask I you a question. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Julie. Nah, go sorry, ahead. I just unmute yeah. her mic first. Go ahead, Perry. Okay, thank you, Lisa. Hey, to everybody on the stage. Um, did he say that there are ancestors here already, but that they don't know what their power? Um, what did he? I missed he said that, that they right reincarnated said... at this time, so that they can witness the ending of this realm, because we are coming to the end of this Kali Yuga. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're ending an age. We're coming to the end of an age, and as we move into the age of Aquarius. And these are all things that has been documented throughout history. I think it's like every 24,000 years, right? Mm -hmm. When um, we go into these different yugas and things of that nature. So with each yuga comes a different thing. What we're supposed to be doing right now is transitioning into a golden age, right? Mm -hmm. A golden age is of a high, there's no way we can have a golden age in the third dimension. <laughs> Does that make sense? So mm -hmm. that's why he was saying that CERN was trying to collapse the fifth dimension into the third dimension to keep us in a triple infinity loop, right? Mm -hmm. And so this is where you get what the stuff that CERN is doing, you'll get this, the feeling of time doesn't feel the same. You know, it's like sometimes it seems like things are speeding up. We've got the Mandela effect. And so that's what the re results or, or the repercussions are when they're messing with our timeline. So they're messing with our timeline on a quantum level. And they're also messing with our timeline 
from a physical perspective by rewriting history and keeping things away from us. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. Hello. Hi. Hi, hey, Miss Lisa. How you doing? Um, I I was like I was really intrigued because I talked I had talked to Rod like like a couple times on Instagram. Um, I'm familiar with who he is. We, but the thing is, I want to elaborate on something about the brother that was talking about the Sasquatch. That is true. There's a gentleman that wrote this book called The Holy Tablets named Dr. Malachi Yoki talked about them being uh, highly intelligent, very sophisticated um, uh, beings. And another thing I wanted to uh, also talk about that that is true about the ancestors um, that are coming back. And there's also a, um, something that's been going on that has been talked about. It's something called Nasara and Jasara. Uh, and yeah, I heard of that. I yeah. heard of that. What's up, that's, Sarbay? That's Welcome. I'm glad that you came back. But um, yeah, go ahead, brother. Yeah, I heard of Nasara Jasara. Yeah. Get into yeah, it. Yeah, Nasara Jasara is actually the end of the de facto government and the uh, sovereignty of the indigenous people getting everything back. I'm just summarizing it. I'm not saying everything. It also talks about extraterrestrial, uh, um, if, um, extraterrestrials and pretty much helping out on this. Different galaxies are actually in on this. Uh -huh. It's a uh -huh. known fact that TMZ, uh, I want to say probably a year or two ago, came out and said that there's a galactic federation that's been around since 1981, but that's actually longer than that. Um, that they do have meetings about the planet. And many of us, many of us actually had to come through the womb of women, mainly the melanated women that come from different star systems, which is dealing with the star seeds and so on. All this coincides with Nasara. That's where you get the crystal children, the rainbow children, all the above. It is all coinciding with that. It also deals with uh, some of the children that were given birth to what we call elementals that go into high psychic powers, like like men. Like a lot of the stuff is transpiring. Um, and how I know this to be true, I sat down with a with a couple of brothers that come from Africa, and they said that what they're not telling you in the news that we have some family over there that's shape shifting and turning into different different things and bullets are bouncing off of them. All this is transpiring with this. It's a, it's dealing with the awakening, the grand awakening of our, of people and also our people across the globe. Um, and it's bringing and ushering a new currency that's dealing with a rainbow currency. This rainbow currency is pretty much a quantum currency. It has nothing to do with the new world order, none of that stuff. Okay. I mean, it's really crazy because when I say to y'all, that everybody you think that you see like these so-called government officials are here they're not here they're cloned and they're also cgi and other things is going on with that i mean it's really really serious that's what's happening right now everything you see is all an illusion it goes back to what brother rod was talking about the video the, the interview that he did with taj Tariq bay last night was phenomenal they pretty much touched based on joe biden being a clone and also using actors and stuff to play as him and if I want to also let you know how it plays a part in the sorry is if you look online, look up the White House, it is closed. The White House is closed. Nobody stay in the White House at all. They're filming everything on a film set. 
I'm letting everybody know that that's all pertaining to what I'm talking about in the server. All the stuff that Rod talked about, everything is right there. Right now, all we yeah. is just keep our eyes on everything that's happening. And I, I digress. I'm not going to say too much. Anybody who knows about Washington knows that there's no traffic. The, the, the people are not going to work in Washington. Something is going on in Washington. There's no traffic. Well, you know, I mean, I can easily find that out. I know a lot of people up there. I used to work and live up there for 13 years. Um, in the Northern Virginia area. So, I mean, you know, nevertheless. <laughs> okay, so let us know. Is there traffic? Because traffic is pretty bad up there. There's same traffic. I don't know where everybody goes. There's traffic every every day. Exactly. Every day. We can't every say day. stuff like that. Yeah, we can't say stuff like that because this is how they discredit good information, right? When we're putting on facts and data. Some of that stuff is conspiracy. I, I, you know, I jump out the window sometimes, but not, you know, look, not on that. Um, so basically, guys, what he's saying, what this whole thing is about is that a, a lot of things are going to be revealed, right? And we're at that period right now. That's why all of this stuff is coming up. So there's always going to be a conspiracy element to it that may not be true. And we have to be mindful of those quote unquote conspiracies. My thing is get as much data as you can collect, right? That can point to something being more factual and, you know, rip apart their story versus jumping out the window. See, the thing is the conspiracy theorists, and you know, I'm not saying nothing bad because hell shit, I might be one. <laughs> I know people call me that, but you know, um, some of them will just jump out the window because they want a, you know, a narrative. However that works, here's the message. You know, if that's what you're into, then do that. If you're worried about what's happening in D.C., I'm trying to show people what, what their godlike lineage is like so that you can step in. Like when Rod was saying that a lot of the ancestors reincarnated back onto this planet to watch this shit burn to the ground and the new era become, okay? What, what was before is never going to be again. And that's the only thing that I agree with Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates on and that we will never return to normal. This is going to be a new normal. But they're trying to take the world down one path. I mean, shit, they got not even artificial intelligence. They've got the upgraded version to that, right? This is even an evolutionary process with, uh, with robotics, okay, with these, you know, artificial beings. So an AGI has feelings, right? So this is, this is the path that they're trying to go on as we're coming out of our deep sleep as the people that may have lineages to, to um you know that dates back millions of years ago okay this is something that is actual fact this mississippian culture mississippian period i'm sorry so there was a time when giants were the earth you know listen do you think that these basketball players are just tall for no reason they just figured out something for them to do to make money off of it but they have those latent genes of those giants when the giants walk the earth so um, let me go ahead and get this article out the way, y'all, because I like to lay this um, foundation out. So this is the Great Smithsonian cover-up, 18 giants and 18 giant skeletons discovered in Wisconsin. Okay, so here is one of your forbidden archaeology file. Scientists are uh, remaining stubbornly silent about a lost race of giants found in the burial mounds near Lake Del Delavan in Wisconsin in May 19 and 12. Okay, so the dig site at Lake Delavan was overseen by Beloit College, and it included more than 200 effigy mounds that proved to be classic examples of 8th century woodland culture.
But the enormous size of the skeletons um, and elongated skulls found in May 1912 um, did not fit very neatly into anyone's concept of a textbook standard. They were enormous. These were not average human beings. So, okay, first reported in May 4th, 1912, issue of the New York Times, the 18 skeletons found by the Peterson brothers on Lake Lawn Farm in Southwest Wisconsin exhibited several strange and freakish features. And so they have a few pictures of these particular skeletons and they have, you know, they're showing like the difference between um, in the heights. So their heights range from seven, six to 10 feet and their skulls, presumably those of men are much larger than the heads of any race which inhabit America today. They tend to have a double row of teeth, six fingers, six toes, and like humans came in different races. The teeth in the front of the jaw are regular molars. Heads usually found are elongated, believed due to no longer, to due to longer than normal lifespan. Now we know that at some point something happened where our telomere caps got edited and so we, and that's when we got smaller, you know, a giant can't breathe this air. And I do believe that, and I'm gonna stop right there for just for, for some conversation. Cause is Chop still here? Is Chop, Chop, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. So like when, um, to me, like this transitionary period that we went into, I'm not saying all the people on the earth were giants, but what happened to the giants is what I want to know. And so the giants that were here, when we transitioned from a higher dimension, and this air, you know, like when you go up high, you have to like acclimate, you know, some people even like um, may even have health issues or maybe even die when they go to these places of very high elevation, your body has to gradually get used to it. So it's the same thing, the changes in the atmosphere, there's not enough air for them to breathe. So a lot of them may have died that way, something else could have happened to them, or they adapted and this started getting smaller and smaller. What are your thoughts about that? When we went from the silicone era to like the, you know what I'm saying, to the carbon era that we live in now, what happened to the giants? Yeah, Go that's, ahead, that's, Chop. That's, that's exactly what happened. We switched mm -hmm. from silicone to carbon. So all of the giant trees got cut down, right? Like all of them. Uh, the most famous one is if you Google what uh, Devil, Devil's Tower looks like from an aerial view, you could tell like Devil's Tower was a big ass tree that got cut down. So a lot of like the sand and, you know, shit like that, that, that you see, um, is literally just sawdust from like the big trees. Like L Linnell even says it's like, um, some of the mountains and stuff, uh, which isn't far fetched, but I like to lean more towards a majority of the sand that we have. It came from, uh, you know, the trees being cut down. So the trees being cut down, the animals got smaller and the people got smaller. So, for the people that believe in, you know, things like dinosaurs and stuff like that, like I personally, I don't know, I'm 50 50 on like the dinosaurs, but some people believe in dinosaurs, you know what I mean? Like a lizard that you'll see in Florida, you know what I mean? Imagine a 50 foot lizard that could be your, your, your T Rex or something, you get what I'm saying? So literally everything got smaller as, uh, as the, the base life form changed, which again, um, you know, you just mentioned from silicone to carbon and, you know, a majority of the trees getting cut down. Some of the giants were hunted. And, you know, for the people who believe in inner earth, there's said to be some of the giants uh, in inner earth. Um, it wasn't 2001. It might have been like 2002 or 2003 in Iraq. Um, it was a story about the soldiers out there that went to a cave and, you know, found a giant. 
and the Giants started, you know, killing some of the soldiers, everybody retreated. And, you know, that's what made them stay in, you know, the Middle East for so long. Like, that's what made the United States stay in the Middle East for so long. Because that war had been over. They went over there for the, for the uh, poppy fields and, you know what I mean, shit like that. And they just stayed longer than they were supposed to stay. And it was, you know, pretty much to hunt the Giants. So that's what's being said about that. Um, it's said to be some inner earth. Rod mentioned it earlier where, you know, uh, it goes directly into the mud flood where, you know, you got the, the huge doors. Uh, like a lot of these buildings, when you go into it, you'll see like, yo, why the hell, like who the hell would make these big ass windows? Like the windows, like, you know, 30 feet, like from top to bottom, like who makes a 30 foot window? You'll see some of these buildings where like half the building is underground and it's like from the floor to the ceiling is like another 30, 40 feet. And you're like, yo, like who the hell would be able to put something like this together and you know claim the building was was built during that time so yeah a lot of the stuff that you know we have now we inherited it from the old world like rob was saying so the simple way to answer your question all of the trees getting cut down in my opinion and you know anybody who knows anything about biology's opinion because you know the bigger the trees the bigger the people the bigger the animals stuff like that the smaller the trees you know everything gets smaller so Simple way to answer your question: All the trees getting cut down is, you know, how the people. Who cut up, these? Uh, I, I just looked at the Devil's Tower, right? And you see and how it looks like a big ass tree stump, right? It looks like a tree stump. That's crazy. So who cut the trees down? That I have to ask that question. I mean, it'd be the the same the same answer we always give: the people who control the world now. You know what I mean? Like. I wish I would. I, I wish I would have pinged you to the room last night. We had a dope ass room last night. I wish you could have been a part of it, but you know, we pretty much came to the conclusion that the Roman Empire it never ended. You feel what I'm saying? And no, those it never. Are, the, the Roman and, Empire and, never ended. Yeah, that's yeah. So fact. we so so we did a little deep dive on that, and you know, pretty much um, the the Vatican itself, like all the knowledge that the Vatican is is housing um in the underground libraries, like that's the key to all of this now. Hopefully you, in our you, lifetimes, go huh? No, nah, go ahead, go ahead. No, nah, I was about to say, hopefully in our lifetime, somehow, some way, like, I doubt it'll be through the uh, Freedom of Information Act. I doubt they're going to even comply with that. But somehow, some way, I hope we're able to access everything that's down here because that's literally the key to everything. Like, they know everything that we've been indoctrinated and programmed not to know or to go against. You feel what I'm saying? So right. why they cut the trees down, who knows? The well, fact of the matter is they cut it down and, you know, we're here now. Well, I think it's important to know the why, right? Because it makes things more plausible when you're trying to explain things like giants to regular people. You know I what I'm agree. saying? Like, what the hell? Right. So we that why is important. So, you know, if you want to know the unknown, the best way is to study the known. We have to go by what we already know. If we just look at our behaviors right now on the planet, right? Look how many trees we've cut down, how many forests we've destroyed, right? Um, look at what we've done to the Amazon rainforest, right? Look at what we have done to the bees, to the earth. So it's, to me, that would be the explanation is that the flawed in the humans, and when we started to go into the fall, right, that some kind, some way, somehow, for whatever reason, that we were the ones, you know, or they were the ones that actually cut those trees down. That's what I think. 
Wait, and, you said you said who cut them down? The people that were living the giants, because it's the same concept of what we as humans do today. We cut forests down. You understand what I'm saying? Like we're doing all kinds of things. We're polluting the air. We're doing all kinds of things that are detrimental. So we're thinking that, you know, there will be no life on the planet, but the life, the planet will constantly evolve into something else. Right? So I, I don't know, maybe it was greed. It was power. It was fighting. It was something. There's a reason why all these trees got cut down. Yeah. And whoever was at war with the giants definitely cut them down. I don't think people back maybe then. Maybe the Giants were fighting amongst each other. There was different factions, just like it is I, now. They were I, giant I agree. Races. I agree. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think that that they would cut the trees down only because of how, you know, they viewed the Earth versus how we view the Earth. To us, the Earth is just you know what I mean. We could uh, you know just take all the resources we want, and you know it just is what it is. They held the more sacred bond to you know, what the earth was and what the trees were, what the animals were, stuff like that. So I doubt they did it. It's whoever they were at war with. Where it was like, it wasn't okay, the Roman Empire. Is... They weren't big enough. How are they uh, going to cut these big trees down? Well, well you got to remember, they had access to the to the ancient technology also. So that's that's another thing that, you know, that plays a major part in into all of this, like mm -hmm. the ancient technology. Like where we are with technology now, everybody thinks we're more techno technologically advanced than we were, you know, back then. Like, that's a big-ass lie, you know what no, I mean? No, no, like, no, that's a fact. That's a back fact. Back then, yeah. like, the, the, the sound weapons they had, the uh, the the different, you know, laser weapons and, and stuff like that. So it could have been something to where, again, like, it could be some information that's in the Vatican Library on either a sound or a vibration weapon or something like that which you know helped them uh cut these trees down so it could have been something to where you know enough people got together and it's like hey this is how we get rid of these people and they did like that so i wouldn't put it past that the roman empire definitely has something to do with uh those trees getting cut down have we have we um any evidence of giants in like um you know in africa and egypt specifically in the Egypt egyptian culture the dynasties well i mean uh Yes. It, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I, I could, go ahead. No, 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 no. Rock out. Go ahead. I could talk all day. I, I, will, I will say that there is uh, archaeological proof um, of giants, especially in the Maghreb and in Morocco and Algeria and inside the Sahara Desert. Um, I know when I went over to uh, Morocco, I've been there three times. There was Touareg people as you go more up into the mountains and deeper into the desert, you see very, very tall people, like, you know, six, six foot six and seven foot people are like common. You would see them inside of villages in different places and um, Mysterious Middle East, which is a, um, a channel on YouTube. They have a couple different uh, documentaries about um, uh, writings from various sources and also archaeological digs that showed that there were both giants and also extremely little people inside of uh, um, the North Africa and these different places. And supposedly there was a, um, a group of mercenaries that fought with the Carthaginians. They were the Keltoi mercenaries, and they were exceptional, exceptionally large uh, people from Ireland and from Scotland, and a lot of them had red hair. And the reason why they fought alongside uh, 
the Carthaginians um, against the Romans was because they considered the Carthaginians their cousins and their relatives. Like like Rod said, if you look into the uh, ancient Ogham and Gaelic and uh, Irish uh, languages, they have a lot of syntax syntactical connection to uh, North Africa and the Nile Valley as well. And then also you have, um, and I think uh, Amarna in the different um, uh, um, Medunetar and the hieroglyphs, you have these uh, these images of the um, Pharaoh as rather large. And they try to say, oh, well, the, you know, the Pharaohs would present themselves to represent that they were actually larger, but you know, if you if you look at the um, the mummification of a lot of the of the things that they're the mummies that they're finding in Morocco and different areas, they've actually like found um, large bones there that have been covered up, and that you know the British Museum and and they're connected to the Smithsonian's. They don't want people to know about this stuff. They want everybody to think that we're all the the same height. And and we've been this way since quote Adam, you know, was created six thousand years ago, and um, you know, and and any giants or any other um, non-human or or extraterrestrial beings were somehow destroyed in the flood, and that's just not true. Yeah. So Lisa, if you if you if you PTR, you'll see the big steps that Ra was uh, referring to. These are the steps in uh, in Peru. Now, the official story for these steps is that they're uh, agricultural terraces where pretty much, you know, um, our mountainous terrains or like something like steep hills or something like that. Well, like uh, like steep, like steep hills or something like that. They made these steps so that water is more easily accessible and they put soil on the steps and were able to, uh, to grow, you know, crops and shit on the steps like that. But you know, when you hear something like that, you're like, yeah, that's, that doesn't even sound right, and it doesn't make sense, no matter how you slice it, you know what I mean? Uh, I got pictures of, you know, the big-ass battle axes and swords that Ra was talking about that are in the Smithsonian, where it's like, yo, like, you know, uh, a 30-foot battle axe, like, who would make that, and what would be the purpose of making that, you know what I mean? Um, you know, like, and you could just go on and on, like, there's so many different physical things that you could look at till this day where you like you know what would people our size like what would be the point of people our size making that you know what i mean so yeah i just look more uh towards the past and you know what's left here and you know again none of this shit makes sense when you really look into it i would like to add too as well that i think some of us um should take a look at and look at our family lineage because I took some time to look at my family lineage and saw that that on my mother's side that we had extremely short people. And then I looked at my nephew, um, who is actually uh, six foot three now, but his great grandma was actually seven foot. And so we have some tall and short people um, on my mother's side and on my father's side. And so there you have it. We have it in front of our faces, but we don't really take time to look at it. Absolutely. The floor is open, guys. Anyone want to chime in? Uh, I'd like to chime in. This is uh, David speaking. Do you guys think um, with like all the artificial intelligence that they're trying to develop, like 
to me, it, it's like our bodies already kind of do a lot of the things pretty well. And that like focusing more on like maybe like biohacks, you know, whether you're doing such things such as like red light therapy, which I've kind of spent some money on and I've gotten like a lot of like pretty uh, amazing results from and doing like certain things like cryotherapy would make more sense, you know, just developing and focusing on like therapies that we already have versus like trying to go into artificial intelligence, like Neuralink or whatever to try to improve our lives, uh, you know, would make more sense. Like I said, going down like the biohacking route to like keep our, our bodies like in uh, top shape makes uh, better sense. Hey, bro, you heard the question you just asked? You, you think neural, things like Neuralink would be a good idea? Honestly, no, I don't. I I actually am against uh, Neuralink. Like, I think, um, like, our bodies do a pretty good job of, you know, doing what they do. And obviously, it's been proven after millions of years that, like, you know, our bodies are, are you know, they're pretty uh, well-constructed machines, you know, through evolution. So, I mean, that's just my perspective on it. I don't know if anybody else has, like, a different perspective on it where, like, implementing these sort of, like, AI tools really make sense for us, or if it's just kind of like a waste of time. All of the AI shit is all part of Agenda 2030 and all part of, you know, it sounds cliche as fuck and people like, oh, here go this conspiracy shit again. But, you know, again, like, uh, Lisa, I don't know where you want to go, but Agenda you better 2030 own that could be. If you're a conspiracy theorist, chop, just say it. I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> Not even that. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, again, some of the shit sounds crazy and sounds far-fetched. But again, you look at the state of the world. It's like, bro, like, you know, like, it's hard to deny any of this shit. Like, um, in Davos, at the at the recent meeting, uh, everybody in here could look it up. Let me tell you exactly what they call this shit see i can look it up and i can just see how they about to finesse pretty much the whole damn world so it's called sound wave mind control right but they labeled it as non-invasive neural modulation and the way they're marketing it is uh it's going to treat things like parkinson's and alzheimer's so what it's going to do is it's going to send mechanical vibrations to a certain region of your brain now, this is what they talked about in Davos, along with, you know, pills uh, that have microchips in them that pretty much reside uh, inside of you. Like when you swallow it, it stays inside your stomach lining. And again, I know this shit sounds crazy, but look it up. Uh, uh, pretty much the FDA approved the first electronic pill and the biological chip, it rests inside your stomach and it, helped, it helps doctors know like... Uh, Let's say you OD on something or whatever. It'll pretty much help doctors tell you everything that, you know, you, you've taken since you had that pill inside of you. So now you see things like fentanyl and, you know, shit like that. You know, the average person is like, oh, my God, that's great. Like, now I know, you know, if I bring my loved one to the hospital because something happened, like the doctor would be able to tell exactly what was taken. Now, on the flip side of that, imagine if you're not jabbed right and somehow some way through either the produce or through the water through whatever however the fuck they get that that pill inside of you that it tells you know the powers that be that you're not jabbed 
Like, that's like a whole can of worms to open up. You get what I'm saying? And as far as like... Uh, it is, but listen. Uh, okay, go ahead. I'm going to let you finish, but then I got something to say about that. Yeah, I was about to say, like, and even, you know, the uh, the, the sound, the uh, non-invasive neuromodulation. People who have family members who suffer from Parkinson and Alzheimer's, they're like, yo, that's great. Like, you know, there's treatment where, you know, you could reverse that. It's like, no, like, that's what they're telling you, but that's not what it's going to be. You get what I'm saying? Like, all of this shit, you got to look at it. You got to take it with a grain of salt, and you just got to understand that, you know, you get these people an inch, they take a mile every single time, and it's never going to end with, you know, them just having a little bit of power. Once they get that power, they never give it back, and they always, you know, reach for more and more power. So I'll land right there, but that's what was discussed in Davos this year, so... You can go look both of them. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a room on that later this week. Um, I just gotta sit down and um, watch it and watch a couple other things to get caught up to speed on my favorite bad guys. Um, but so here's the thing, right? And this is why I tune my rooms in a certain direction, right? Because Rod just said it. You know, I say this all the time. He said, oh, you know, we can if we are interacting with our ancestors, right? we can actually help them step foot back into this realm so they could be re they're already here a lot of them are already here you know what i'm saying to witness all of this i believe that this is a spiritual battle a spiritual warfare and so some people pay attention to food shortages some people pay attention to whether the government is still intact you know some people pay attention to you know um what you're paying attention to and that's all necessary we need everybody the same way we need everybody to run a society we need all those people. But my perspective is I want everybody to know that, you know, um, listen, if it's not everybody, but if you're listening to this information, you're probably a part of that, that group of people that's needed to hear these different messages, because how would things change if you knew that you actually had the damn power? Imagine being Superman, right? Or Wonder Woman, right? or any other characters in, uh, you know, the Wakanda movie, the Black Panther, right? Imagine that's you, but you don't know that. How would things change if you woke up? I don't give a damn what pill they give me because everything is about this in this realm is what is going on in your mind. Our minds affect the quantum field. That's why I don't, I don't run nowhere for no one to tell me anything is wrong with me. I don't. If it's my time to go, it's my time to go. Now, if my foot gets chopped off, I'm going, I'm going, okay? I'm going for that. But what I'm saying is that you have to have a certain mindset. You have to think with your God mind. Like, that's what Rod said. He said that, like, and I say that all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't say we're gods when we're not doing God shit. See, we keep looking. We have to understand that these bigger races, these bigger beings and stuff like that that was on the earth, these are some of our lineages. Now, some of us may be connected with the Twa people, and we may also have mixed lineages. All those things are possible because these people did mix together. But at the end of the day, it could be in your bloodline. Imagine how that, would that change anything for anyone on the stage? Would that change anything for anyone on the stage? If you knew who you really were? The floor is open, guys. That's my question. change for me drastically. Like, that's why I'm listening hard. You said we could communicate with the ancestors and help that along? absolutely i'm telling y'all they can come and they can take all the firearms that they want you know what i'm saying they can do whatever that they're gonna do their time is up 
their time is up. And the thing is that what they're trying to do is continue to keep the masses under a certain mind control. Of course, they don't want you to know about giants. Of course, they want you to think that they burned down the library of Alexandria. Of course, they're not going to give you the actual timeline of, you know, the his historical events going, dating all the way back. They're going to give you a religion and then they're going to tell you that you need to work from nine to five, toil for them and, you know, have your heaven after earth is over. That's, that's a control mechanism. Okay. So the fact that, you know, um, if you can wrap your mind around the, the idea, and I'm not even about to read all these articles. I mean, I pretty much covered most of the stuff in there. some details. Like I said, if you're in the discord guys, if you're not in the discord and you want to join, I figured out today, finally, how on my own without asking someone else in the discord to do this for me, um, how to actually stream a video <laughs> without it being in a window. And so I'm going to be doing like a movie night. Um, if, as soon as I can find out where, um, the, the, where I can, what streaming platform I can find the man who fell to earth, have not seen it yet. I heard Sean's been telling me about it for like at least a month and a half, two months now have not seen it, but I definitely want to uh, watch that. So that's going to be the pick for a movie night. So guys, make sure you're, you can even um, join the free part of it, but in order to get into the other parts, $5 subscription a month, guys, it's really, it's like a cup of coffee. So uh, good. Yeah, so but, good. Exactly. So that way it gives us an opportunity to connect um, and also to just, you know, hang out and do stuff. That's cool. You know, like truly form a community. So um, if you guys want to tap in with that, I don't think the discord link is not even at the top, but I'll post the discord link um, in a minute so that you guys can, um, you know, um, join it. But yeah, this is what this is all about. Y'all is that if you knew who you really were, how different would you look at the world? What would you do different? How would you act different? You know what I'm saying? Like giants, I believe in it 1000%. If you go and look at what's, um, uh, Chop just said the devils, what is it called? The devils, what, Chop? Devil's, uh, oh, the yeah, devil's tower. The devil's tower. It's a tree. Where is it located? I mean, well, what is it supposed to be anyway? What are they claiming it to be? Because it looks like a tree stump. Are they claiming that to be like a mountain? Um, what are they claiming it to yeah, be? Yeah, pretty much a mountain. Um, mm -hmm. And the location is, let me tell you right now, it's in Wyoming. Uh, Ooh. Wait, wait Ooh. let me just let me just triple check and make sure that that's where it's at. Uh, let me just triple check really quick. Hold on. But I believe it's Wyoming. Hey, Chop, that was where... Um... The Close Encounters, right, was based on Close Encounters of the Third Kind, the Fifth Kind. I believe so. So uh, yeah. what they're saying is, uh, let me see, it's the first national monument in the United States declared uh, 1906 by Teddy Roosevelt. Um, let me just see really quick what the backstory is. Because, yeah, they, they try to present it like it's just, you know, it's just... Uh, it's it's just a tower like the, the shit is just there but it's like bro like what the fuck sat on top of the tower and you know um like like why is it there you know what i mean so they made it a national uh, national landmark and let me just see if i can find the actual backstory on it because i just know it as yo that was um you remember in the movie avatar where they had like the the tree of life that big ass tree and all the roots connected to all the smaller trees. It was trees like that all around the world. 
you know what I mean? And Devil's Tower just so happens to be one of the ones, uh, uh, one of the ones in the United States. I'm trying to see. Yeah, yeah it's in Wyoming. It's definitely in Wyoming. So, you know, the, uh, that whole story about Jack and the Beanstalk is uh, supposedly a reference to the Jacobites and to Jack or the, you know, the Union Jack in England being this tool of the Jesuits and the Vatican to hide and suppress information because ultimately, it's like Brother Rod said, they want to keep us in this illusory time warp. And in, in, in as nefarious as what they want to do, it's really to keep us from natural extinction level events that regularly take place. And so if they can keep the remote control on the time loop of the same channel, the same thing playing over and over and over again and get everyone looking at the same channel and not pushing a remote button to go to another channel, then they hold the power and they're able to feed off of everyone that links into that certain reality. And so this, this uh, whole idea of, you know, giants and, and, uh, and, and dwarves and elves and fairies and all these other different things, all those things. Mermaids. Charge our, yeah. Mermaids. They charge our imagination. But like the sister said about Africa, if y'all Google um, mermaid problem in Zimbabwe, they're starting to actually have situations where, you know, these, these, uh, these aquatic beings are starting to manifest. And I know when I was over in uh, South Africa in 1994, I was in Kruger Park. I was sitting up upstairs in, on the balcony overlooking the park because um, we had taken a rest that evening. And I saw this thing that moved through the, the outback that looked like a, 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 a locust praying mantis mixed with like something from aliens and it was darting back and forth and like it startled me to the extent where I, I dropped my beer right and there was a bunch of uh, the elders and their wives that came out onto the deck because um, at that time I was a Jehovah Witness and I asked one of the elders he was a Hosa elder and I said I, you know I told him what I saw and he looked at me and he said brother there's things here in Africa that survived the flood of Noah that they don't put on the news and that they don't talk about. And what? he's like, that's one of them right there. And I always remembered that. And like, you know, that was like wow. one of the things that started me on my journey outside of the church. Because once, uh, once I got back to Brooklyn Heights, to the headquarters in New York, they were like, don't, don't look into that stuff. That's demonic. Don't look into that. Everything got destroyed in the time of Noah. And I'm like, okay, but like, I know what I saw. You know, I, I know what I saw. And like one elder was trying to tell me oh, the demons were playing with your mind. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like that, that just totally turned me off to the fact right? that they just were hiding a truth and they were attempting to keep me in a Sesame Street style, you know, exoteric perspective of the Bible that just, I was outgrowing, you know, and here it is, you know, over 22 years later. And I realized that that, that was just a, a construct that was created to basically get people to turn their fucking imaginations off. I got something to say. Yep. So, hey, real, real quick before you say that, uh, Jamal, it, it definitely was um, the scene for Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And Lisa, to answer your question, um, 
they're saying how it formed was um, a volcano exploded, molten rock pushed up from the tower, other rocks were forming beside it in different origins, and sand and uh, silt left behind by uh, left behind by that is what caused the tower to become the tower. So they're pretty much saying a volcano erupted, pushed all of this shit up, and you know the columns uh, appeared because the molten rock and lava and shit like that it hardened and solidified into the tower. So does that make more sense, or does it make more sense that it was a big ass tree that got cut down, pretty much like they did in Avatar? For what I'm saying, like that's a question for everybody in here to ask themselves, and then you go down the rabbit hole and you see what else they've been lying about. Because again, just keep in mind that you know the bigger the tree, the more air you could get. The smaller the tree, the smaller you become. So, so. But whoever had to say something, you got. That's me, it's Julian Patano here. What's going on, everybody? Shout out to um, Lisa and Matrix Unveiled and everybody had all these awesome shares and thank you for your guest uh, Rod that you have come in. I want to comment on the trees, right? And I want everybody to stop and think for a second because it's right in front of your face. Okay, and even we can equate it to the Bible and messages from there. If I remember, everything's hidden in plain sight. So, if they say you speak to a mountain, right, and you tell it to do, you command it to do something, it'll do it. Move it'll move. It's cast it in the ocean, cast it in the ocean. You got to think about it. talking about elements, You're talking about alchemy. These mountains, quote unquote, are those trees. The different mountains, the different trees all contain different elements, just like in what you're saying, Chop, Avatar, okay, where once you conduct alchemy on these elements, they can now do something else, right? So, for instance, I'll give you an example. You go back, you think about what they call Hollywood, right? Hollywood is based off of the holly tree, which was a mount, was like they considered a mountain, the big super duper tree. And because they all do different things, and I'm not saying I'm a specialist, I'm an expert on anything, but these things I, I, I do know this to be. So you take the holly tree, the holly bark. In ancient days, they would use the holly bark and they would use it to put you to sleep. Okay, they would make wands, quote unquote, wands out of it. So basically, it's an extension from themselves to be able to put someone far from them to sleep. That's what Hollywood does. The only thing they did was they transmuted it and used alchemy to change it over to microfilm, to other components that work. Because it still works. Just because it's in a compartment, it still works the same way. The magic still works. Now they use it instead of the film and other stuff. Now they made digital components. Like in the digital cameras, the Sony, the Red camera, the uh, Alexa camera, and all the digital cameras out now, they all have the same working components in it that do the same thing, but people don't even know what they're doing with it. All right, so because that's what it does, it sends a signal into the human eye, and then the sound waves, like you said before, about the frequencies, goes into the ear, ear gates. That's why they say watch your ear gates and your eye gates, but they're not telling you why. These very components are used to lull you to sleep subconsciously so that the other 
seeds and other things can be dropped into you and you just your body dna takes on the frequencies and then it begins to manifest and and, and create the projection from you into the rest of the world so what you're saying is absolutely spot on um now you take these again you take all of these large jumbo trees across the world that like i said they all got different elements in them and so now i challenge all of us to research look at some of that because the things that we that get used against us by those in charge that's trying to keep all the secrets <laughs> shit let's let's go let's 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 talk about battle let's go that's just one piece there's just so many different things going on but I'll yield the mic right there. I just wanted to share that real quick just to add some value and some context to what we're talking about here. Ooh, that Hollywood stuff is that yes. the real deal. That is the, the real deal. Like that's how they, you know, that that wand and the whole magic of Disney World, that whole thing, that's a whole you know, underground facility, you know what I'm saying, where it's a whole lot going on. But th- what they're masters of are the illusion um, and creating the modern day mythology. These are the very um, places that are in control of, you know, um, making sure that we don't know the, the true history of the past, right? Facts. And concocting a story that started 6,000 years ago, right? When we've got, how, like, this, it's like the room that Sean and I were in last night, right? About the Bible. How can you say, you know, that everybody that existed before the Bible all went to some sort of hell realm because of Jesus wasn't here yet? You know what I'm saying? And the world, like, literally, they're telling us they know that the world is millions of years old. They had a Mississippian period, right, with the Mississippi River, uh, which is like the kind of like I believe that there's a connection with the Nile Delta. But Rod is saying that even that that what's going on in Egypt that all of that is actually here. Right. And in the um, the the Hermetica, which is a very, very, um, you know, um, old, like occult book. This is the Hermeticism is what all of the people in these different orders practice, uh, which is Hermes, which is Thoth. OK, Hermes Trismegistus. So the Her- um, the Hermetica and there's different translations and different versions of it. But the particular one that Bobby Hammett was reading about. Um, it, reading um, in there, it says that there was a sermon to Asclepius that Tahuti gave to Asclepius, and basically saying that we will rise again in the West, right? So this is like there what Rod said, which I have to look into, but I trust him, you know. But listen, I trust him, but like you still have to do your own due diligence. It's the same thing I say: don't believe anything that comes out of my mouth. I'm not telling you anything to set you up or make, you know create lies. But you need to find out for yourself. Never just go off of secondhand information, no matter how much that person is a scholar, because it's it's not even about that. Um, it's about you need to be able to synthesize that information for yourself, period. Okay? Because that's, you know, otherwise you're creating, you know, uh, uh, people just running around talking about what they heard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they didn't do the work to gain the knowledge and to have the true understanding the way that the person who gave you that information has that understanding, right? But that this is here what they mimicked in Egypt. What the hell? You you know what I'm saying? And there's so much evidence of giants right here. 
in the Mississippi, you know, the Mississippi Delta and uh, the Mississippian culture was all over the United States. It was uh, along those riverbanks all the way through. And the Denver airport, allegedly. (laughs) And there's a pyramid in Louisiana that uh, it kind of makes it like the Bermuda Triangle with the electromagnetic power from it. It's underwater now. Well, let's talk about it. The guys, the floor is open. I'm not, I don't want to be the, the one talking the most in the room. You know what I mean? So let's get into it. I want to hear your thoughts and ideas and your questions and all that good stuff. So Lisa, a lot of those fairy tales came from us though, that they just restructured them. Like I have this book called the African-American Folk Tales where a lot of those Disney, um, you know, the Latin and all of those came from African folklore. Well, it's based around cult, our cultures. I don't know specifically about Aladdin, and your mic was kind of low, Perry, so okay. I wasn't able to hear you that well. But if you just think about like how the mythology of the fairies came to be, and we we know now that they were referencing the Twa people, the little people, right, the San people, the San people. Um, you know, if you look at them, they look like um Asians, right? And so we also know that there the, the was a Naga culture, right? Um, Naga, Naga, Naga Juna, Naga, Naga, Naga Juna. I think I'm saying his name per- correctly. But if you go look him up, Naga Juna, oh my God, like you have a whole different perspective of what you even think Asia is. You know what I'm I mean? talking about the fate of the first black samurai, right? The nigga that yes. the statue of? Yes. Yeah. That part. They got yeah. that big ass statue of him. Eugene yeah, right. Adams speaks about that. And you can actually go find some of his videos on still on YouTube, shockingly, but they're there. Um, he's called, um, I think it's called Africans in Asia, Eugene Adams. And even there, they had writings on the walls. You know what I'm saying? Just like they did in Egypt. And but even um, with Lisa, even when mm-hmm. you look at the name, you said Naga, you got Naga niggas, Niger niggas, Igbo niggas. It's like a lot of these words uh, of the phrases and the things that melanated people were called, you know, <laughs> it all ties back to that. If you look, if you really look at the translation and the transliteration and etymology of these words, brown, black. Um, earth, dirt, but again, it's like Niger, Niger. It, it all comes back to that. Lisa, um, there's an app that is called Rave if you want to do like watch parties, um, but it's on, um, I think you get it on Androids and iPhones. Uh, I'm not watching nothing on my phone. <laughs> My eyes, uh, uh-uh. no, I need a full, you know, I need a big screen, at least my laptop. You know what I mean? I don't know how y'all do it. I can't. Mm-mm. So no, no, like people can definitely get into the, um, you know, into the, and I did post a link at the top, by the way, you guys, if you want to join, um, the matrix unveils, um, discord group. Um, and you know, it's, it's good. We still got, um, you know, there's over 1400 people in there, but they're not all paid members. Um, so the only thing that you get access to without paying the $5 a month subscription is you get like the, um, current events section, you know, that's it. So you can still be in there 
and I, you can get notifications whenever I get, um, you know, when I get, whenever I get ready to do a room. So those go out. Um, but if you want to get like over the, you know, over hundred books that I have <laughs> that you don't have to pay for those PDFs and I will be adding more and you want to have like, you know, um, these sorts of types of conversations and personal access and things like that. Plus all of the data that I share in there and also to bond with other people that think like you, then definitely get the subscription, you know, why not? Um, you know, we've had a few movie rooms in there, you know, we had about five people. That's all we need. You know what I'm saying? At the moment, you know, like if that's, if that's what it is, that's just what it is. You know, um, I'm definitely over, um, quality over quantity. You know, that means a lot to me to keep the community safe for the people, because when it was free, it was crazy. People it was bots in there. I didn't know how to get out of there. You know, um, other creators were going in there trying to steal my research and, try to do the room before me like just a lot of craziness so i mean guys it's five bucks a month come on y'all you know what i'm saying you ain't got to do it if you don't want to you know and i'm creating a new community on the matrix unveil website and so those that have access to um matrix unveil will get grandfathered in and whatever price changes they will be they won't have to pay that you know and they will have access to the new community online too but that will also be behind um, a wall that any and everybody can't get in there. That's just what it is. This is Are you exclusive. Uh, Did you say I'm not done yet? I know she ain't talking to me. No, no, I wasn't. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, in, I'm over here at my house asking my cousin he's fixing my wig. Uh, oh Lord, not the wig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to no my mic was open. It's all good. It's all good. Can I didn't know. I didn't even know that was you, Lilith. Can it? But I'm not. I'm sorry. I didn't even know that um, you had the Discord that had all that information. I'm about to sign up for it um, today, as a matter of fact. That shit is really awesome that you have it small so that way people don't come in there and do cantankerous things. Um, the brother that was speaking earlier on, as a matter of fact, he was um, totally right about that locust thing because he's like the fifth person that I have heard talk about that um, like a cricket legged looking thing running around in um in Africa. I forgot what part he was said that he was at, but basically I was at Kruger like, Park. I was outside of Kruger Park. Dude, that's like the fifth time I heard somebody say that they've run into that same type of thing that you're talking about. And a then mantis um, being Yes, a mantis mm -hmm. type of thing. And then thing. on top of that too, guys, the the mommy wata um it's is um has anyone heard of mommy wata and basically they have uh they're kind of like a, a voodoo tradition type of feel over in nigeria with the Igbo people and they actually um give praises to a deity mommy wata and it's a mermaid yeah, that's the mermaid yeah that's um um yemeya and her, you know what i'm saying yes Yes, 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 yes. And I'm, I think I might do a room on that just to open up the mermaids. And um, I definitely got to have Jamal in here for that. So here's my question. Yay, mermaid. What, happens, what happens What happens when you're giving given a religion of a, a big sky daddy, white oh Jesus, my God. and you're told that anything outside of that is demonic and immoral and evil? And, and what happens when you don't realize that your ancestors are are actually thrown in with all things demonic and evil and bestial 
and non-terrestrial. Like well, you Jamal, start what to happens, demonize your lineage. I was just about to say, Jamal, what happens is that you got to wait for the white man to tell you that it's real. And then only then when they report it on the news, then it's going to be real. Right? Well, the thing is, guys, I'm going to do a room called the, um, I forget the name of it, but I already have it written down. I was supposed to do it the other day, but um, the app was tripping. So, I, I, you know what I'm saying? I just um, um, postponed it. But we're going to talk about like the vibrational frequencies. That's the name of it. The vibrational frequencies of good versus evil, because that's another thing we need to bring under in check. You know what I'm saying? When we're out here, these are frequencies, right? And so we got to figure out, like, when you see someone doing certain things that you may consider to be evil, just understand that's a frequency. When you're doing things, that's a frequency. So, because we're, we're, you know, we're going to demystify all of these things, right? We're going to demystify all of these things. You know, what is good and what is evil? You know what I mean? It's just varying degrees of one thing. It's like the a thin line between love and hate, the cabalion you know, the, 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 the seven hermetic principles. So those all things are all connected together, but I understand like in conversation that that's how we, you know, cause I'd be like, you know, this is demonic too. Like, you know, but just so that we understand, you know, as we move about the world, that it's a frequency. And so what that helps us to do is if we can identify what we're looking at, it sort of helps us to, um, to be more objective when we're viewing it and look at it from more of a place of, you know, sometimes it gets overwhelming. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? That happens. But at least if we could get the practice going, you know what I'm saying? Of understanding that what these things are. So we're not demonic, you know what I'm saying? We're not, but you know, I think there's demonic nature in low vibrational frequency in everywhere, you know, um, including a lot of black people shit i mean hell but why did we fall you know that's just <laughs> we're not getting around that question not in my presence you know what i mean because i'm not with the whole kumbaya i'm about just telling the damn truth unless you get it over with you know so we can start where we at identify the bullshit and, and pick it up you know let's not talk about we're all damn kings and queens and we're not doing no king and queen shit you know but let's get there because Amen. that is our lineage. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, don't say some stuff that just makes you feel good. And then you're walking around out here doing the complete opposite. But then you go tell yourself it's the same religious mindset. Do y'all get that? The whole kings and queens thing is the whole same religious mindset. Because you go to church and you do bad shit every day. But you know what I'm saying? And you go to church on Sunday and you say, oh, I'm be, you know, saved by the blood of Jesus. Okay. So now you have a pathway out of the bullshit. Because it's something outside of you controlling you. You know what I'm saying? Say, oh, I can give the blame over to that. It's the same shit. There's no real, you know, cause for you to actually be a king or a queen. Because you can just be like, oh, this just makes me feel good. I can do some fuck shit, but my lineage says that I'm a king and a queen. Do y'all get it? Do you see? This the same, it's the same religious mindset. So I'm not saying that you're not. I'm just saying you gotta go do king and queen shit and you gotta go do God shit. You know what I'm saying? We're claiming that God and God is shit. You know what I'm saying? Period. Lisa, and let me even when you think you. about the demons, it's like, I, you know, we heard that, for, I don't know, for some reason, I just never, even as a kid, I, I just wasn't a, afraid of them, even in church, because if I'm, if I'm believing what I'm being taught, that I'm just a little quote unquote lower than the angels or, 
I have this power in this earth and treasure that the power be of God and not of us. And, you know, I am the temple of the most high and, you know, I'm all powerful. And did you not know that you are God's? Like, I believe that. So if I'm faced with a demon, the demon need to be scared of me. That's what I'm saying. It's, you know, right. vibration, frequency, and energy. You have the ability and, the, you know, Lisa has talked about this. So don't none of y'all be acting like y'all shocked. But just like you got 72 Goetia, there's 72 angels. There's hierarchies and realms, but there's a duality there also. And when you hear somebody saying good and bad or negative, negative does not necessarily mean bad. It's about vibration and frequency and how you are responding to these energies. So if you are a person of faith and you vibrating on the highest frequency, which is love, gratitude, whatever you vibe in high, you can command the demons. They will have to obey you. Did he not say that you are gods? You know, does that make sense? Why? Why? But see, we are conditioned to be afraid of they're scary they're the boogeyman like they're low vibrational beings that's what they are and the, the only reason why the, it works is because we scared i was about to say fifth the, one of the reasons why it, it actually does work is because people can say those things all day long but their faith is not even in themselves a lot of the times for believing in what they should be telling themselves about right, themselves right. the the, 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 issue, the issue is so much tuning into exterior forces that have been working their way since childhood into their lives and as well as the adults around them that have also made it that it is almost superstition, taboo, or silly of you to believe that you are so great. It's, it's almost unfathomable that, do you hear me? telling you that you are great and where were those people to remind you of those things all while you were growing up to tell you about how great your people were how great you were and, and you know even in rooms on clubhouse you speak like this and people will tell you man go on with that bullshit. oh you yep, that, that. Yep. And, and you'll be like I, I myself have to like take a back when i hear brothers and sisters being told by brothers and sisters to, to basically negate their their greatness. And it is just astounding to me that people will laugh so hard. And I challenge people so much to negate the word nigga on purpose because in any form of war, any art of war, one of the first things you have to do to train as a soldier is to find your discipline. And if you can't even, you know, look inside of yourself and say, you're so great, my niggas, and replace your your willingness to 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 stop niggadom with just a word, then you've already lost. You know what I'm saying? And and people they'll laugh at me when I'm expressing that thought. They're like, and I'm like, yo, well, do you own nigger? Do you own it? Or like, you know, what's your kinship? Like, how why do you feel so inclined? to be nigga all the time. And and I'm not trying to stray off the topic, but I'm talking about the discipline of greatness that you have to start somewhere if you've never been anywhere with it in accepting who you are and how to bring it forth out of you is discipline. Gotta have some type of discipline. And why not start with the word that reclaims your heritage, my niggas? I 
we, I just heard you guys have a whole conversation about how far the Naga has gone, where they've been, all the places that they've been revered and built statues, even down to Stefan Marbury has a whole statue in Asia. And if you look back at the history of the samurai and the Ainu people that got kicked out of Japan basically for being black people and, you know, and traditions. And even when y'all speak about the, the Twa people of South, South Africa and, and lands inside of Africa itself, motherland, when you look at the Celtic people in, in Ireland, they will even tell you who the Druids are because they know that when homeboy St. Patrick ran the snakes out, who do you think they were talking about? So you got to link history, just like Lisa's been doing, just like, you know, certain people on the app, when they, they're trying to empower, like, it's really great that we stand behind these folks that are actually doing the digging. And, and we put in all this time to actually give you concerted effort towards this discipline it shouldn't be so hard to see your greatness after that thanks a lot lisa i really enjoyed my time being here and i'm gonna go back to listening so thanks a lot you are so so welcome guys let me do a really really quick reset guys welcome to the matrix unveil this is my club if you're not already following the club i don't know what you're doing with your life because look at this amazing room we do this stuff all the time so go ahead and click that little greenhouse at the top follow the club while you're over there, make sure you add some members to the club as well. You can invite some of your friends to become a part of these conversations. Um, guys, scroll down to the bottom of the page. Thank you for the 75 people that share the room in the hallway. Can we get some more people to share the room? That would be amazing. So share the room in the hallway, leave a comment, leave an emoji, or you can leave both and invite some people into the room. Guys, currently what I have um, clipped at the top of the room is um, a link to join the Matrix Unveiled Discord server. So uh, we are going to be doing a movie night. I'm not sure if it's going to be tonight or not. I kind of want it to be, but I will have to definitely cut this, you know, room short. But things like that, you know, we have over, like, we have all kinds of PDFs that, you know, a lot of the stuff that I talk about in here, you know, more on the metaphysical, occult, and magic. I have thousands of books that I have personally on PDF that, I, you know, I have over 100 shared in there, and I will continue to upload more. You know, um, you know, once you're a part of that community, there will be um, you will have access to the community on my website that's um, currently underway. But movie nights, we have um, a stage form where we can go in there and talk like this. And I do it all do it all the time with um, members of the group. This is where I post all of my research. Um, so there's tons and tons of different sections, a lot of stuff there. So if you guys want to be a part of a community, that's the way that you do that. And today what we're talking about is the giant conspiracy. We had the brother Rod Hayes in here with us earlier, but you know, he had to leave in about an hour. Um, nevertheless, he'll be back for a different topic and it'd be more of an open forum. You guys can ask him all the questions that you want to ask him and we'll, you know, make it more less formal. But today what we're talking about is the giant conspiracy. Why are they hiding this from us? We've talked about the Nephilims, the angels, the watchers, the Anunnaki. We're trying to figure all this stuff out. And so the, the, the Smithsonian cover-up is them basically trying to hide these things, these bones. And, you know, anytime they show up anywhere, they're hiding it from the public, right? And if it happens to leak out, then there's always like a uh, Snopes article or, you know, another article saying that, oh, this was a hoax and it was Photoshopped. And they go through very extreme lengths to try to make us believe that th this didn't never exist and it didn't happen. And we have so much evidence. So that's what we're talking about, guys. The floor is open. Questions, comments. Anyone can grab the mic. 
Kaylee says, lucky. I actually just changed my PCR so you could see the photo that I was talking about yesterday of my friend um, in Spain on the tour. As soon as I seen his video, I was like, bro, you don't see those earth giants and Anunnaki? It's just, and um, it was so crazy. Like, I really enjoyed the um, conversation earlier when we started getting into hypes and everything because my um, great-grandfather is from the um well honestly they didn't know where his family was from on his father's side but he um came up north from georgia and with me doing research um i found that his father was in the alabama area but my great-grandfather was about six eight six nine um light-skinned green eyes and my grandmother used to ask him all the time like or his mother if her um his father was a frenchman a slave master i was like yeah he was all that <laughs> but um he she's only like four foot seven and then my father out of her six children my father and his children were the only ones that are tall and my brother's like six seven the other one's six four i'm five nine my son i already know that he was an anunnaki and he built um the pyramids in morocco and all that so it's just it, i really enjoyed the talk here today um and just gratitude says you know it's interesting it seems like there's always this paradigm where the really tall what would be the remnants of the giants today right the super tall men they really prefer it seems that they are drawn to the you know, like the the smaller women, like the shorter women, like shorter women, four, eleven, five feet tall, and I do believe that you know, just this is just something I'm getting. I have no factual data to support anything I'm about to say next. This is just anecdotal information. So I'm like wondering, is you know, like with the seven root races I'm talking about, that we know that maybe the giants were one, um, and these um little small people were one. You know, and maybe this is what they say that the they came into the daughters of men. You understand? And so maybe that's why there is an attraction that way, because it's a genetic memory. And this is where we just got average ass people from. I don't know. I'm just Yeah, because my grandmother, when I tell you short girl, she'd be like so mad when she's around all of us. She's like I said, four foot five, won't even hit five feet. And we're all tall. I'm five, but now I'm five nine and my husband is six six. So it's um it's a range of different heights, you know, at least on my father's side, because he's the tallest at six three, with his mother being four five but his grandfather being six, eight, six, nine. And I have no idea how tall her mother was um, because really she didn't have much information on her history at all. She didn't even have a birth certificate. Her father delivered her with a midwife and she had no birth certificate. She had nothing when they stole her and brought her up north because her grandmother actually stole her and brought her up north when her father left Georgia. This is interesting because um, I'm always just thinking it in a certain way, like um, this union, it you know, what could have created these bloodlines because although I'm also tall and I've always, before I even knew about giants and stuff, I always identified with like the Amazons, the women that were warriors, <laughs> believe it or not, like I sort of, you know, always identified with that. Um, so it's like a latent genetic memory. 
Um, but I also identify with the twat people. So I feel like them too, you know, I, you know, that would be, and you know, that's why people, my people. <laughs> right. And so that would be a good path for me to go down trying to unearth something like, you know, d- where do they cross paths? The giants and the damn little people, you know what I mean? Cause could so these Lisa. be the men, you know what I'm saying? The angels or whatever that they're talking about that, you know, came onto the daughters of men. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just so Lisa, Lisa, I'm sorry. Check my PTR. That's my grandma. And she was every bit of six feet something. And all she was taller than like my dad and his brothers. And all the brothers were over six feet. That's on my dad's side. On my mother's side, all her brothers were all over six feet. Now, my grandmother's husband, I'm going to try to find a picture in PTR that I think we were lucky if he was five, five, <laughs> but that's my grandma in that picture. It's wild. How and you can see jumped. the people around her. Do you see them? Right, how tall she right. is? Mm-hmm. But it's mm. like it jumped generations or something. Like it's like because my grandfather only had two. My grandfather being six, eight, six, nine, only had two children. One that died um months later, and then my grandmother. And like I said, she's only four foot five. And you already know I have that, you know, I know. We discovered the twine people with me already, but the Anunnaki, I was already aware of. But I'm curious too, Lisa, to know when they crossed the path, because at some point they did. And I told you, she asked about the Irish and all that. My family used to say Irish, but you know, twine people coming from Central Africa to Ireland and we just have to see as far as the Anunnaki's eyes. I, I think there's something to this. And see, what y'all have to understand too is whenever you get a thought, you always follow up on it because that's usually a channel. You know, that's why I say you should read the books, but you're not going to get everything out of the books. Once you start activating your DNA, you'll be able to just channel information. And so to me, I don't know. It's just, I think that there's a connection between that. But at any rate, guys, the floor is open. I'm not going to keep the room open too, too long um, because I definitely want to stay on the giant topic. Uh, I think we've covered a lot. You know, I didn't get to read all the articles and stuff, but I will just repeat that there is a connection to the mound building culture, the Mississippian culture, um, the Mississippian period, which was like millions of years ago. And, you know, I said this earlier in the room, but um, the amoeba or amphibians came in that period. Okay. Can you imagine that? Like the first, that's who we are, I believe, because that's what the Dogon people said, that we were like the Nomo. So although we came from another planet, maybe our emanation onto our physical existence on this planet was through that amoeba, right? Through that, um, remember, like some of those, like when women had the parthenogenesis period, when they didn't have to mate with a man, when men weren't even here yet. Yeah. So all of this is a lot. Yes, it's a lot. It's a lot. So all of this is going on that what they're calling the Mississippian period. And I never looked into this before. And then there's also a Pennsylvanian period. So I have a lot of homework to do, you guys. <laughs> I have a lot of homework to do on this because I honestly just stumbled upon it when I was doing my research today to get more data, you know, about the Giants. Of course, I knew we were going to have Rod in here, 
but I just wanted to get be like more detailed information for myself so I could ask, you know, good questions and things of that nature. But I think that there's um, something definitely to it because these, and the reason why there's a connection between the giants and um, the Mississippian um, culture and the Mississippian period was because of these huge mounds that they built. They were a mound building culture that, you know, although, you know, they may have lived millions of years ago or hundreds of thousands of years ago, that culture carried forward you know, um, into the natives that were here already. A lot of people that they were telling that they came from slavery. So there's a connection there, you know, and there's lots of evidence to prove that there was something there. They're covering it up. This is like, there's a cover story about the giants. That's why I call this the giant conspiracy. So the floor is open, guys. Questions, comments? Well, I'm I would like about to say, that evil tower. Like I'm amazed because they usually show you the bones of the huge animals that existed, but like I've never seen anything like that. Lisa, I'm trying to join Matrix un Unveil um, uh, through Discord, and it's not allowing me to do so. Oh, I'm not sure why, but let me just say this, guys, for everyone that did join make sure that you follow up with it there's a couple steps that you have to do it's not me you have to do it so um you know the subscription is through a, a bot a, a a company called launchpass and they put a bot in the discord because discord is operated by bots okay and so you when you get there you when you once you sign up you got to go to your email okay and they're going to give you a code and they're going to give you instructions on how to go into the discord and put that code in there. Once they give you, once you you do that, then they will apply your subscription role to you. They'll assign a role to you. So that is out of my hands. Um, a lot of people did not follow through on those steps before, and that's kind of why I've cut off the Discord um, with signing up new people because it's just a headache. People paying for it, and then they're not finishing up. And then on top of that, you know, we have a support section that's completely open to everybody that people are not even writing in there that they're having a difficult time. So we will support you, you know, if you're unable to sign up, but just make sure you complete those steps. You know, I don't know though why. Um, I will send you a link in the back channel, a different link and see if that works for you, Bashira, okay? Thank you. Perfect. And basically uh -huh. it's not working, it's just not taking, um, I'm paying my, using my credit card. Mm -hmm. And every time I stick in my, um, my code of the, um, the date, uh, the month and the date um, is, is saying that it, it is wrong, but my card number and my um, uh, three-digit code is fine, but it keeps telling me that my um, date is wrong, and it keeps skipping to, if I put the date 0926 in there, it'll keep, it'll say 0934. Um, just go ahead and like close out that, you know what I'm saying? And just go to a new tab and, you know, try, try the link again. Okay. Okay. Thank you. you. I have, problems, just I have a problem in the back channel and I'll get with you. Okay. Thank you. I have a question for Jamal about the, the praying mantis cricket leg kind of thing, whatever it was. Um, is Jamal Local. still here? Is he still on the stage? I don't see him. Yeah, aloha. I'm here. Okay. What, was the, what, okay. what was the question? I was just with a, a, a customer. What was the I'm question? 
I'm sorry. When you saw that um, about the praying mantis locust cricket like thing in Africa, right? You said at Kruger Park, which is kind of funny because it's like it made me think of Freddy Krueger immediately. But like, was it a threat when you saw it? And like, how no, far it, it, away it, it from? It wasn't. You? I was maybe about maybe 25, 30 feet away Jeez. from it. I was up on a balcony, and um, it was not far from like so the Kruger Park has a, a border uh, area that it shares with Mozambique. And so I was up near that area and um, it was basically darting between bushes and going out into the outback. And it kind of turned and it looked at me. And at that very moment, that was when I dropped my beer and, and <laughs> went pale faced, so to speak, and just saw this, this, uh, this being darting through the African outback and, you know, off into the distance. Makes me want to go now. Yeah. Yeah. Kruger is an amazing, amazing place. As, uh, Africa is an amazing place. And I can tell you honestly, because I've been there nine times, every time I've gone to Africa, I've just, I've had my mind blown in so many different ways, not just with things that I've seen, but people that I've spoken to, dreams that I've had. And and experiences on that land that just uh, that that reaffirm the fact that there's things that go on there on that continent that are very very unique and and um, you know the mass media does their best to paint a specific picture of it but um, you know it's I, I like to tell people just just the Sahara Desert alone is one and a half times the size of the United States now here's my question. Why won't you ever see that on a map? Why won't you see the top of Africa as one and a half times the size of the United States? That's not even counting Sub-Saharan and, you know, Mali all the way down to South Africa. That's just the top. They will not show you that on a map. And that's, that's real cartography right there. So that right there shows you that they're hiding something. Thank you. All right, you guys, any more questions or comments? Hey, I want to just say this. I, I really appreciate this room, Lisa, and I, I hope and pray that people go back and listen to a lot of past shows that you have because there's so many puzzle pieces that you offer within, um, you know, the whole strata of esoteric wisdom, occult wisdom, you know, hidden archaeology, and also not just giving out information about what they're hiding from us, but also the practical magic of it, how to bring this into your life and activate your imagination and activate the experiences that we all are, are destined to have. Our birthright is to, to live a magical and fanciful and powerful life, you know, but everything around us is designed to shut that off and to feed off of our imagination. So, you know, I just want to say kudos to you. I love that you bring really high level people to the table. You're going to have, you know, Wayne Chandler in a few days, you know, Rod is now a, a staple on this, uh, this particular channel. And so I just want to say kudos to you for that. And, you know, thank you, Jamal. And you know what else? Guess who's coming the following Monday? Um, Brother Ross Ben confirmed. Ooh. So I definitely, yeah, so that's going to be straight. Fire. That's yeah, that's going to be a dope-ass room. 
I hope y'all take a look at Heavens Are Open and, okay. and his, uh, his information on YouTube because that brother is deep. He's my Pisces Get brother prepared. from another mother. Yeah, no facts. Hope. And Lisa, he the one that put me on the whole uh, Ben Franklin on the Parkway and uh, I went and did the research about Prometheus strangling a vulture in front of the Philadelphia Museum, the statue they got out there and, you know, how we got lightning and how the guys called the shit uh, electric fire or something like that. Like, yeah, I definitely, hey, whenever uh, Ross Ben coming here, you definitely got to ping me for that room. I definitely want to pick his brain about some shit. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So, guys, you know, you can, um, he has a book called um, The Rocks of All Ages, I believe, if that's the exact title. And he has a YouTube channel. He talks a lot. His whole series on the 40th Parallel is amazing, right? And so today, while I was doing my research, this is how things always come together. Spirit always guides you when you're, it guides me, you know, but it guides all of us if we know how to listen and tune in and hear those um, beacon calls when it's being sent to us, right? Um, and you're communing with spirit and doing the work and feeding the spirits and doing what you need to do. Um, everything always comes into alignment. Always, always, always. Because as I was studying these giants, right? And I learned about the Mississippian um, period, right? I also learned that there is a... Um, a Pennsylvanian period. And I immediately thought about Ross Ben. So I can't wait to talk to him. And I'm going to do research on that because it was a, the, the part of, you know, he says that there's a portal there. He talks about the portal um, in um, the, the Huska Castle, right, over in Bohemia in Europe. And, you know, talks about Pindar. He like, he has a lot. The guy is a wealth of information. So it's going to be an honor. It's going to be a super amazing treat. So guys, if you're not following the club, make sure you're definitely following the club. Turn my bell on to always follow all the moderators on the stage. Add some friends because, you know, I bring a lot of quality content. And as you can see, you know, I have always, um, not just amazing guests, but amazing speakers. Like I always say, the smartest people on Clubhouse are a part of the matrix unveiled. And you guys already know that. That means you too, because you're here, you're listening, you're learning, you know, and I can't wait for you guys to also hop on stage, you know, and, you know, become a part of the conversation. But I appreciate y'all so much. You know, um, I thank all the people that share the room, that invite people to the room, the people that are in the comment section, everyone just participating. Um, thank you so much for doing that and making this space so amazing because hell, I couldn't do it without you. So I'm glad that the algorithms are back in line. You know, I had to go shake some shit up in the universe, but we back. <laughs> we back. <laughs> so, um, any final words, guys, I'm getting ready to shut the room down, but any final words before, words before we leave? What do you think about the like guys having, um, six digits and two rows of teeth? Ooh, that's very interesting. That's a good question. Jamal, do you want to answer that? And tails. I would I would like to give some in, input after that also. I know a lot about giants and all of that stuff. Well, you're a little late. Did you, did you change your name to Zali? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> I'm going to keep calling you Zali though. <laughs> That's cool. I do, That's, too. Okay. All right. Yeah, go ahead, Dazali. Whoever wants to chime in, we got two more people, two people that want to chime in. Go ahead, guys. Uh, but yeah, I've I've been in on the giant thing since probably about 1996. That's when I spotted what uh, most people know as a Bigfoot, Sasquatch, etc. It was verified to me by the um, Alaskan Fish and Wildlife that they know about them 
they they called them wild man and they told me that long as you don't hurt them they won't hurt you so as you can probably uh imagine my my mind was was blown because who the hell thought that bigfoot was there real whoever who the hell thought that it was an actual species you know i you know we all saw harry and and the Hendersons, and I thought it was like one walking around California, but to find out through years of research that they're actually everywhere in every state, basically. Um, some of the more shocking things that I found out, and it'll probably scare some some people, is that they can mate with people, you know, from time to time, they'll kid- kidnap women or even men, and they will mate with them. That's why some oh of them... Oh, my God. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> That's that why some of them, the um, certain, certain agencies class, uh, make four classifications of them. Some, some of them look more animal-like. Some of them look more human-like. That comes from them being able to breed with, with us. Uh, when you um, talk to the um, actual Native Americans, many of them will talk about the relationship they, they had through, through them with them through time, whereas they used to trade with them when they were on good terms. But when they were on bad terms, they would they would kidnap their women, children, they would eat them, you know. Um, so most people think of them all as being like a gorilla, but some of, but a lot of them look a lot like people, except they're eight, nine, ten feet tall, you know. Um, someone was asking about the double rows of, of teeth and the uh, six and the six fingers. Um, that's um, still present in even some people who are born. There are some people who are born with double rows of of teeth and there and we all know there are some people born with six fingers that probably comes from us you know mingling with uh, what i i like to call were other hominids homonyms what a lot of people for, forget is that um at one time there were up to 70 different uh types of homonyms leave living here with us not all of them look like us you know um and 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 if, if it's one thing that we know about people about homonyms is when when we meet we want to get funky together, you know. So that's something that is left out a lot throughout history that a lot of people don't factor in. Matter of fact, when some people do their DNA, um, there there's normally a small percentage that they call um, relic homonym, you know. Um, but um, I I just wanted to add some some of those things before um, we closed out. Good people, something. Um, you on thank you lisa are, are the human-like ones at least attractive i mean beauty is in the eye of the beholder <laughs> <laughs> oh, i'm just saying if i'm gonna be kidnapped wow, well since since we all grown you know me and lisa oh, were having this conversation earlier lisa i'm gonna go there go ahead uh you know what okay so sir that was just speaking how is it anatomically possible to be mating with the women if you are like 10 feet, 12 feet, and she's five feet? Like the men, the, the, the accommodation factor. Okay. Like I understand what you're okay. saying. And a, and a lot of women do not survive it. Um, there oh are... my God! I heard another man say that <laughs> we were actually talking about yes, that. We if she didn't survive it, then how in the hell did she carry a child? 
Make it now, make now, sense. Now, 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 think the other way is probably a lot more um, common where a female will kidnap a male and force him to um, mate with her. Now, we all know how men are, and even as a man, I know how men are. You know, it doesn't take much. You know, but... um. <laughs> But um, there's a well-known case. I'm trying to think of her name. You can look her up. It happened over in um, Russia. Um, her children actually lived up until like the 1950. The children of this female Bigfoot that was passed around the human males that had captured her. Her her children lived up. I think it was like the 50s, 40s. They recently did D DNA test on the skeletons of her. And one of her children also, um, is it Z was it Zelda? Zelda? Uh, I forget. But um, this is something that has been going on for a very long time that, for whatever reason, people just don't like to think about it. Uh, they don't want to put out information of them being all over this country. You can find them basically whatever city that you li live in. Just go five miles outside of your um, city. They don't like to put that that out because some of a, a small percentage of the people that go missing, well, they're with these primates. You know, they may have been eaten, they may be being held captive. But there, I've been in into this for a long time, man, and it's a whole lot of stuff. It's uh, it 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 has a light connection with the David Pilates missing four one one two. But you know, um, this is too, this is um, you know, I'm trying to wind it down, so I'm talking kind of fast. But yeah, it's probably more um, easier for the female Bigfoot and the male human. And I land that's there. A, that's a very interesting perspective, Zali. That's a very interesting perspective. So you're saying, okay, that, mm, you know, and so I also, here's another perspective that I will offer outside of the physical human to human contact, right? Big people, little people. Um, is that, is it possible that maybe there was some genetic splicing going on where, when the Bible speaks about this, you know, the men coming onto the women and, and think coming in onto the, <laughs> goddamn Bible's pornography. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like what the hell? But anyways, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that there was some, like when you go back to the Anunnaki story that, um, guys, I'm so goofy. I just literally said that out loud. That was my inside voice. I apologize. Um, but like literally where they, um, then hers got from the, um, the Emerald tablets and the Anunnaki story where they were actually doing genetic splicing, where they use her eggs to forge with, you know what I'm saying? Like the humans that were already here to try to, you know what I'm saying? Get the, 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 the modern human or whatever that we're talking about now. So, do you think that that's a possibility that there were experiments going on during that time that it wasn't always a physical a contact that was taking place? Oh yes, definitely. Um, uh, we like to to think that we are the highest level that um, hu humanity has, you know, risen. But things such as uh, genetics has been going on for a very long time. When you plug into like different circles they're on on the fringe because again they don't want this information known for whatever reason at at least as of yet but they 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 there's been genetic mixing for a very very long time um and there's a discussion about some of them being the result of uh chimera experiments because some of them have very 
unnatural aspects to them, you know, and the um, the researchers don't know if it's through natural evolution because they've been been around a lot longer than, you know, man, mankind. So they don't know if it's through natural evolution or if it's that extra woo woo stuff mixed in or possible stuff from, you know, genetic tampering. But there's been groups on this planet and I don't even call them aliens. There's been people on on this planet that have been al- been around for a long, long time, and um, they've been uh, ma- manipulating DNA for a very, very long time. Uh, a lot of people, when they think about the the Anunnaki Elohim, they think of like aliens. I um, know of them as as being people. You know, there's always been uh, tribal people who live natural, and then there were, were people who were more ad- advanced than the tribal people. What happened is they just they just withdrew from us to whereas we are the majority now, um, and we're a lot more ad- ad- advanced than the previous tribal people. But um, <clears throat> they've always been more more advanced than us. You know, um, the Civil, the civilizations of the past, not all of them died out, you know, and uh, they're, they're still around, they're still making moves, you know, um, they probably, portions of them have gone on and are doing other things, and they may not even have physical bodies now, some of them, as has been re- reported, but um, yeah, we've never been alone here, we've never been the alpha here, um, there are other people who are much older than us, and they're um, kind of trolling us, big brother, little brother type thing. Speak for, speak for yourself. I am one of those um, from that those original bloodlines. And oh, yeah, you know, gotcha, gotcha. If, if you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, some people are. And those are the people that you see walking around being a part of the masses, right? <laughs> they were tampered with, right? And all the people that are awakening, I believe that they have a connection to that. And the reason why there's a huge conspiracy, which like with the Smithsonian cover-up of these giants, is they don't want us, they want us to buy the official narrative, right, of like the theory of Darwinism and, you know, the um, the theory of evolution, the out-of-Africa theory, all of that stuff. I don't believe that um, any of that is true. I believe that there were people all over this earth, you know what I mean? that life did not start on one place on this earth. I don't believe that. Um, And there was a time that, you know, like all the land masses were joined, right? And so I think there were people everywhere and people still, you know, um, migrated and they traveled and things of that nature. So I think life is a huge goddamn conspiracy. How about that? Like everything that we have ever been told is not true. Right. And and it's, you can't blame your parents or your teachers and the adults in your life because a lot of everyone is under mass mind control. And who is running all of this shit? Um, the Pindar. Right. Um, you know, the vicar of Christ, uh, the pope and, you know, the people that they work for, um, you know, the royal families and things of this nature. And I think that they're from a nefarious uh, reptilian bloodline. And that's who's got the planet in a chokehold. You know, those are my thoughts. Um, anyone else want to chime in right quick? Hello, has anyone watched The Men Who Fell to the Girl, to that's about to be our um, movie night in the Discord. That's I don't know if we're going to do it tonight. Maybe okay. a movie day tomorrow, but tomorrow is Father's Day. I keep forgetting that's All right. Father's I would like day. to hear a little bit more about that because I feel like, uh, like you just said, they didn't tell us the truth, you know, and we are just searching for the truth. And, and some of the movies may have 
you know, some kind of truth we don't know. So I would like to understand all a little bit movies, what's going on. Yeah, all the movies uh, do. The, the, the movies are modern day mythologies. That's what they see? are. You see and, those? Mm-hmm. Right. And so, yeah, we're definitely going to do a movie night. I, the only reason I don't want to commit to it tonight, because I know how I am. I'm, I, I can be a little flittery, especially mm-hmm. after I've worked. I may want to go and hop in a room if I see one. I may want to create one. So I don't want to give a different definitive time, but what I will do guys, if you make sure that you have your discord notifications turned on, I will like send out a message and I'll just kind of go in there and hang out. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I definitely want to watch it, but I'm not even sure that I have the right streaming service to watch it. It's, I think it's on Showtime, but I got to see if it's on um, Amazon prime. I can pay for it. You know um, that's not an issue, whatever. Um, but I definitely want all of us to watch it together. I just Lisa, I you wanna... can watch the first three episodes for free on YouTube. Oh wait a minute, it's an episode. It's a series. Yeah, you can it's watch it. It's a series, and you can oh, watch okay. the first well, three episodes okay. for free on YouTube. And then after that, Showtime wants you to. They'll have you. Okay, no, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not doing that. But well, how to watch the rest? I'll try to watch the rest. And yeah, I y'all have to watch it on your own because I'm gonna watch it on my own. I thought it was a movie. I didn't know it was a series. No, 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 it's a series. It's really good. Lisa, you're gonna love it. It is dope. Uh, you are gonna dope. end up watching it all on Showtime after the first three episodes on YouTube. Yeah. Trust me. I know you that. But I don't. So I can't. I paid for Showtime. Mm-hmm. Who is the man who fell to, to Earth? Who is the man actually who fell to Earth? Just a quick, quick question. It's the man, the man who fell to Earth. I'm gonna put it in a brief, very brief, without spoiling the show. Yeah. Is a melanated man that came from what they call outer space. I think it's an interdimensional being. Or my interpretation, he is literally us, but whatever. Falls to Earth, comes on a mission to save his planet, then meets another melanated woman because they got to give you the lie. They got to give you the lie with the truth with the lie. And then the Pindar, Lisa, listen to this, the Pindar is involved in there too for manipulation. So I'll just leave it at that because this show is giving... I mean, they're putting it all the way out there, y'all. And if you don't look it with your third eye, you're going to be kind of lost. It's a great, great show. That was, that was good. It's black but y'all, it's black people. The men who fell to earth is a black on. person. Yeah, Can you but hear me? Who does? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Hold on just one second, Dee Dee. So, guys, um, just, you know, an FYI, whenever I have a guest, I'm definitely recording for the podcast. So be mindful of your background because this is going to be on Spotify <laughs> and Apple, Me- you know, all that stuff. So, you know, just be mindful. But I appreciate you sharing that. Go ahead, Didi. No, just asking a question. I, you know, I'm just asking a question. I just want to know who is that man and, and what is it about? And, you know, I just want to understand. Girl, go I watch the I, trailer I, and then go watch the, the, the series. That's how you're going to know. You know what I'm saying? Because... If someone tries to give a breakdown in here, it's going to be a spoiler for a lot of people that didn't get a chance to watch it yet. You know what I mean? I watched the first three episodes already, but I uh, still... Um, anyway, thank you. <laughs> I just wanted to understand, to know who is that man. So maybe... I maybe mean, I mean in the biblical maybe... sense, I want... I want to, I, I, what I meant is, in the biblical sense of the word, who is that man in the Bible or in the real life? Who is... But know, everyone that... didn't see that. You know what I'm saying? So we were saying that that was going to be the movie. And I thought it was a movie. I didn't know what it was a series. And so I'm going to have to pick another movie for for movie night. So give me a minute to do that, you guys. You can still we'll watch the that. first three... Uh, sure. Can you please stop cutting me off, please? Thank you. Can you please stop over-talking me? Because every time you do that, 
um, I lose my train of thought and you've done it like three or four times. But anyway, um, guys, maybe like we, if everybody goes and watches that, like, and if you're in a discord, let's just sort of get together and talk about it. And maybe we'll do a room to discuss it, Dee. I think that would be a great solution. You know, once we're all, how many episodes is it in the series, guys? I've seen se there's like seven so far. I don't know if that's the last. Oh, one it's or not done yet. There's still another one coming on. Uh, episode eight coming up. Okay. 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 Well, I'm gonna have to get caught up on it, and maybe we'll just do a room. So, guys, this is just a heads up. So, if you want to be a part of the room that we're just, you know, we'll pop up and do a room on um, the breakdown of the movie and what we've seen. So, I mean, the movie, the series, and what we've seen, because I think that would be better because we can't watch a series together for movie night. That's way too much. So um, I'll find another movie, right? And, you know, I'll take a look at the series and then we can um, come together and we can, you know, um, just share our thoughts and what we got out of it. And, you know, um, it's definitely going to be spoilers in there. So if you ain't watch it, don't come in the room. <laughs> yep hey lisa it's lopi how you doing sis i'm doing well how's it going lopi great i just wanted to jump up real quick because um uh that series is so awesome i'm i'm very eagerly awaiting for each show it's on sundays um i just wanted to say a couple things real quick um there was a movie i said this in the back channel but just in case no one heard me or read me um, there was a movie in the 70s featuring David Bowie as the man who fell to earth. It's the same story, but the new one um, is different. And yeah, the, the, um, the man is, is, is melanated, as you guys call it. Um, and he's such a wonderful actor. Um, it's so good. But the thing I wanted to point out, if people who are going to go watch it, is if you're into David Bowie at all, um, and who, who hasn't heard like David Bowie's music, right? Um, even if you don't like him, listen, watch the di or listen to the dialogue and you'll see that every show, every show has like a lyric from a Bowie song. It's really funny. It, and they say it, they don't say it like very obviously, they just say it like, you know, uh, you know, like it's part of the dialogue, but you can pick it out. And you're like, oh my God, they're, they, they did it again. Like, it's really funny. So I just wanted to say that. Thanks. I think that's really cool. I think that's super cool. So if y'all are down, y'all heard the assignments. Y'all know we always end the rooms with assignments. So that's the, that's the next assignment, right? Um, let's all go watch that series. You know, try to get caught up. They said the first three is on YouTube, right? So I'm going to, what I'm going to do, my commitment is I'm going to, you know, catch up to all of them by the you know by the time i do the room so if it's up to seven um episodes i'm gonna watch all seven episodes by the time i do the room so that may be like next thursday whatever maybe watch one every night or something like that and then i'll pop up a room you know where just the people it'll be it won't be a huge room like this but it doesn't matter it'll just be just for us the members of the club that have actually watched it so appreciate that guys but um you know, with that being said, I think it was a, this was an amazing space, amazing room as usual. Thank you all so much for showing up. Shout out to 88 people that share the room, the 492 people in the chat. You know, let's continue to build and grow together and, you know, let's continue to expand. Um, that's the end of the show, guys. I hope you have a great night and I'll see y'all soon. Bye. Absolutely. Lisa, check it back, Jill.
Bye bye now. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode with our great content and the amazing guests that we bring on the show, be sure to click to subscribe so you're notified every time we have a new episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at matrix underscore unveiled and tap into our link tree where you can join our discord communities as well as our clubhouse communities and everywhere that you can find us on the internet. Thank you so much once again for listening.